Yo, are you guys ready to pod? Let's do it. Let's do it. Ah, 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 podcast episode one forty one. As usual, I'm gonna play some music for y'all. We've been vibing to this Tyler uh, Deluxe, so we're gonna play some Tyler. Mm, what did y'all say before the pod? Heaven to me. There we go. Yeah.
Just in the podcast, episode 141. I'm fighting with Sienna to get the mic. Sienna's in the building. Drop a bomb for her. <laughs> Young Matt's behind the camera. Baitlin's in the building. V, Els, hey. Chris Featherston. Welcome to the Chris Featherston podcast. I'm done. Willie Beam and Top G. Yo, yo, yo. Six God. Nikki is here. She said stop coming for her in the yes. comments or she's going to stop talking and we need her to talk. Not my nails. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but my nails. Anything. <laughs> Anything but my nails. Yeah, they shooting at her in the comments. I think it's crazy. I said, hey, guys, sensitive topic. The first thing y'all do. Yeah, I know. They're not sensitive Wait, topic. Not to you. Hey, say hi. You waving, girl. <laughs> so how y'all been doing? We just came back from D.C., Episode 140 was with uh, Austin. Austin Dunham. Mm-hmm. I got episode 139. We got to hold that one for y'all. That one's going to come out a little later. All right. Thank you. Thank you. My <laughs> mic placement's off. I got you. Well, we're starting today with better communication can help unresolve trauma. Cannot. Oh, my fault. I can't read. <laughs> Cannot help unresolve trauma. Let's we got a clip together. for that. Yes. There's a clip for that. You spell help like that. That says heal. Where's the hill? It doesn't say hill either. I don't know what it says. It looks like help to me. Okay. Better communication cannot heal unresolved trauma. I got a clip. I'm going to play. Sienna, please stop. Thank you. Oh, I'm at my limit. Hold on. It's really her pocket. Better communication is not going to save your relationship. If you have the same fight over and over, you do not have a communication problem. You have an unresolved childhood trauma problem. This is why most couples therapy or pop relationship advice does not work. They're only trying to chip away at the very top surface of this iceberg when over 80% of it is submerged under the surface in our nervous system, in our subconscious. For example, one person might feel alone, unseen, and unheard. The other might feel suffocated, controlled, criticized. One person can't relax if a conflict is not resolved immediately. The other person can't relax unless they avoid the conflict. You see, these emotional pains are familiar. And if you sit with it long enough, you'll see that these pains go way back in time before your current or recent relationship, all the way back to childhood. We think it's our partner's job to soothe these pains, to finally help us feel whole. But if you think like this, you'll be running that hamster wheel forever. You see, it's our job to reprocess and heal these emotional pains from childhood. There is no ignoring it or running away from it. The answer is from within. I never saw that clip. Good clip. I don't know who picked it. Who wants to start? I picked it. Go ahead, Briss. Um, I think what he said was very extremely profound. I think uh, we, uh, we prop up communication so highly like we know how to talk to each other i think we do we know how to express uh, we know yeah, yeah. all right yeah. we, we know how to express what we're going through and how we feel and then say if a person I is disagree with that too. Go ahead. No. well i think that sometimes that assumption is also what gets us in trouble mm, preach right i think that assuming that everyone not only is comfortable saying hey i feel like this <laughs> about right. this mm-hmm. um and to bring it back to unresolved trauma and just mm. since everyone making fun of me anyway um, I'm just not built for it. Oh my God. Um, that, that's a hard thing to do to say, Hey, this bothers me. One, because you may have grown up thinking, okay, then fix it. Like you don't have to be, you can either let right. it go or you can deal with it, make a choice. 
and I don't want to leave you, mm-hmm. so I have to eat it. Or it's, okay, I'm trying not to do that anymore, but how do I reach you? How am I comfortable saying it? What am I even feeling? Figuring that out sometimes is hard. It's like, I have a feeling. It's a real big one. I don't know what the what it is, but it's a very large feeling. Sienna I think, a, I think a big part of communication is learning how y'all to gonna listen. Y'all can watch your mouth for Sienna. I need it's not, it's not that we don't week. know how to talk. It's that we don't know how to listen to our partner. Like, if you mm. cross that commitment line, that trust should be there, so you should have your ears open. I think... A big part of that unresolved trauma is not kn- knowing how to listen. When somebody mm-hmm. says something to you, you don't know how to respond. So we, we get... Huh? You still coming in love with so good. Oh, my bad. I'm going to pass it off. But, um, yeah, for what you're saying, I agree. We can polish up our delivery. But I, I think a big I, part of the... I, I'll keep... I'm, are you trying to talk? Bro? I am, but somebody's trying to, like... I don't know if you deterred me or... But no, I was going to say the thing in the clip that resonated with me the most, and especially because I just finished this book, Say What You Mean, is they were talking about like that surface level stuff. Like we all hear the surface level stuff and then we argue and bicker and go back and forth about that initial thing instead of getting to the deeper want that's there, not the initial need. Like you might feel a ways about X, Y, and Z, but that's not really what the person is saying to you. And then we don't do enough to dig deep. We are all arguing about the surface level uh, things. So. That's that's really uh and that's, I put nonviolent communication on it because I've been talking about it with Willie a lot and you know I read it. Okay, then go over there, girl. <laughs> she like I oh, want you that can take that too. Like, okay, I'm that's that with me though. And Sienna's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this her show. Period. <laughs> but um, in reading that book, that was one of the main things. I actually got a whole bunch of notes. Willie, what you think? While I look at my notes. Um, I kind of understand what Chris is saying, though, because I do think uh, the part that we kind of miss out on with communication is the listening part. I can even say for myself, I think Chris is right. We know how to actually talk, like like the idea of talking, but we don't know how to have effective communication because we think effective communication is just talking, but it is listening and understanding and meeting people where they are mm-hmm. and then be able to really truly address the things that the, the other person's saying. I also do think that necessarily like being able to understand and listen, but also ask the right questions will help you to understand some of the pain points of somebody's communication. Sometimes they can communicate something in one area, but it could be derived from trauma that they're not explaining or not communicating. So being able to listen and really becoming attuned to your partner, asking the right questions and really trying to find the source of things will also help deal with that. So I think the clip is saying is like, it's not just us better talking about the things in the moment. It's really like true understanding and connection on where some of the, the trauma points could be deriving. I will say though that, like in relationships, two things can happen. You can have unresolved trauma, but the person that you're with could also tap into that unresolved trauma and actually exasperate that. Yes, so you can you can compound that. that. That's that's what. Go ahead. No, I was saying one of the things I learned in reading the book is like, bro, you especially with my argumentative style, like my, you trying to silence me. <laughs> my argumentative style is to like win the argument that I never get to the to the bottom yeah. of the shit. I be arguing to win. I'd be fighting. It'd be, it's not good. And then, like, those things that that person might have shared with you, you use them in a way that is, like like Willie said, is exacerbating. Look, now he got words, right? right he had no words earlier. 20 seconds ago. <laughs> we answered his time. He had no words. Now he's exasperated. Some, like, all the vocabulary in the world. Let me, let me ask you a question, James. So when, when you win the argument, do you really win? No. Nah, nobody no, wins. Nobody's I had, I had to learn it the hard way. Mm. In my relationship, I had to learn that I had to hear my, my partner to actually understand what was going on. I was like more more so like Kadeem, I wanted to win the argument. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I didn't feel like I win. I, like I won, I, I felt like, you know, that was for nothing. I didn't really resolve anything out of there. Mm-hmm. But I, 
I think the clip is speaking to not just being good at communication, because yes, that's important for any relationship that you're in, but in an intimate relationship, recognizing someone's trauma and how it causes them to deal with things, right? She talks mm. about how someone might be a person who needs to talk about it right now. That is me. Mm. If we are having, we talk about it right now, because if we walk away, my mind's going to tell me that you hate me now. We're about to leave mm. each other. Like everything is not okay. We need to talk right now. Do not leave me alone in my feelings. Where someone else might be, I need to sort through this for a second. The I, iPad never stood a chance. <laughs> I need to sort through this and figure out what it is, right? But there may be people who feel abandoned by that. Mm. It's like, oh, you're leaving me in these feelings by myself when you're just trying to meet your own needs and we're not recognizing that our partner, might, even if you're not trying to trigger them, even if you're not pulling things from that they've told you in confidence and like throwing it at them, sometimes the way that you respond, like if someone, I don't do arguing. Mm-hmm. So when someone argues with me, if you raise your voice at me, I don't care what we talk about. Party's over. Party done. We can all just stop right now because whatever you think you're gonna get, you're not getting nothing. Where, where does the compromise come in though? Because like you said, you like your partner walking away mm-hmm. is them fulfilling their own needs, but you needing them to talk about yeah. it right now is also you fulfilling your needs too. So where do we establish a good, a, a good gray area? There's definitely a gray area, but I, I just want to make sure because yes, it can't always be that way, mm-hmm. right? I've been in relationships where it was like, okay, we had like a scale. I got one, Nikki. Maybe when it's your issue. Like, you okay. the one who has the issue. I'm mm-hmm. not going to just walk away from your right. issue. And if, if I have an issue, then I'm going to be the, you're going to be the one to compromise on my issue. That was my thing. Whoever has bigger, in my brain, it was, okay, he has bigger feelings than me. Okay. So he gets to walk away from this because he's mad mm-hmm. at me. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to get yelled at anyway. So we're going to give you a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. If you were going to leave, you would. I'm trust, I'm Because of the way that we've communicated before in happy times and who I know you to be, I'm trusting you not to leave me. But also that comes with knowing your own traumas. We, we, and the trauma is like, I think that's the most important thing because a lot of us have parents that stepped out. A lot of us have parents that did certain things. But I think the trust is key because when, say, when your partner walks out, you think it's over. Why do you think that? There's a, a reason that why you think that. That's, that's not that, my partner's fault, though. No, and that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's what the yeah. clip is saying. But I think even when you're in a relationship, it has to be to the point where disagreements are inevitable. You mm-hmm. are with somebody who would not you. So y'all got to take... Uh, arguments are good. Disagreements are good. That's mm-hmm. how you grow through it. That's how you grow through the whole thing. Healthy ones are good, yes. Right. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So you got to take the disagreement as an opportunity rather than a threat. I think we take disagreements as a threat on whatever identity we have. Maybe we faking. I'm not saying people faking out there, but maybe we're putting up an image. Maybe our ego's too prevalent and it feels attacked to, to the point where if I get proven wrong on this one thing, mm-hmm. then my whole identity is in question. And we like, yo, that's not the case. This person has a different approach to me. So it's trying to, I guess it's trying to establish a certain bridge that we can we can both walk on to actually continue in our relationship. But I have a question. Like you asked a question about like who, which, uh, which uh, conflict style prevails when a conflict arises. Mm. How, how many of us really have asked the question in a beginning space? Like, how do we deal with each other's conflict? Or how do we deal with conflict in general? No, I haven't. I, no. I think the, the thing is that the question that really needs to be asked is, or to pay attention to or learn about a person is their communication style. Like, mm-hmm. you need to know your own and be learning the other person's communication style because then you won't be <clears throat> take offense to when they respond the way that they normally communicate, how they listen and how they 
they articulate yourself. Some people do need to separate yourself, process, and come back. Mm -hmm. Some people need to get it all out up front, and or they're gonna overthink when they walk away. And then those are the things that you have to pay attention to, like whether we're gonna work out well in that setting um, by our communication styles. This is stuff that people don't think about if doing the butterfly stage. Love yeah. language, but, but, communication style. That's like, but, 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 but I, I disagree. Yeah. I disagree with what? me. I disagree. I think conflict by by science tells you it puts you in a different emotional state. I think How, she, she's saying communication. But commu about but, yeah, yeah, and communication <clears throat> is different. Communication can be very broad. Yeah. Communication can say how I'm going to interact in, in in different modalities. What I'm saying is conflict is a completely different emotional yeah. state. Right. Now we're we're talking about fight or flight. We're talking about yes. a competitiveness. Really, we're talking. My question is why does why does it have to be? No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Implement when they're arguing. Right, that's what I'm saying. I wrote them down. I got notes. No, the habitual conflict strategies are conflict avoidance, competitive confrontation. That's me. Passivity, being super passive, and passive aggression. Right. So that's usually the different modalities we're speaking on that people use in conflict. Me and him were talking about nonviolent communication yesterday. He's just talking about how that's how we talk to each other. Sometimes we'll just verbally spar just to. When they heard, they heard on the pod. So what we're so what we're doing is we're half-assing compatibility establishment. We're half-assing it. No, I agree. I feel like, but I feel like we are. But we but we're not talking about that, right? That's what I'm saying. It's part of it. No, the conversation is better communication cannot fix unresolved trauma. Agreed. I can be when I am not triggered. I am the best communicator on the planet. That's yeah, what I'm saying. When no. I am okay, That's when you have saying. not reminded 100%. me of something that hurt me before, I'm the best, right? Yes. And so you talk about, and I get what you're saying when you say mm -hmm. that disagreements are good, they can be healthy, we should go into them like that, and I should know that this is my partner, we're disagreeing, he's not leaving me, that's not what's happening. But what I'm telling you is, there are people, not just women either, whose trauma has told them, and a long line of it, mm -hmm. if you have never had a healthy disagreement, if you're used to fights, yeah. being fights. Yeah. If you are used to an <laughs> argument, a disagreement, ending with slam doors, mm -hmm. people leaving, Physical, people fainting, and all that, yeah. then you go into any argument, and it's like, oh, especially if you're trying. Right mm -hmm. for me, the turn came when I was trying to be. Yeah, and the more you're invested, the higher the passion will be too. But yeah. even when when I found myself saying, "You take accountability for your trauma," mm -hmm. right, and you say, "Okay, I am being," you can recognize I'm being triggered, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go into this and try and like do what the opposite of what I used to do. It's still terrifying. Do you it's terrifying. do you say that in that in that moment though? I think we uh, we have to talk to the space of when. We're being triggered, and we know we are. Mm -hmm. Why don't we communicate that? I, I'll give you that I'll surface that. level to the I'll, bottom. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'll give acid. you an example. I'm putting myself out there. I'll give you an example. Please, when, I, God. when I was younger, <laughs> sometimes he was like, "I'm putting myself out there," but 20 years ago, <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, I'm, I'm gonna tell you like uh, some trauma huh? from my childhood. My mom would avoid like I want her to communicate certain things that she would avoid and close her door. Do that a lot, mm -hmm. right? So when I got into relationships. I was avoiding conflict because that's what I was taught. And when it happened, I didn't have the tools. I didn't know either mm. I would shut down completely because I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I'm not used to doing this. Avoid, you know. So I had to go to therapy to gain the skills that I didn't get as a child in order to, it's all right for me to say how I feel. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, and to gain the skills on how to do it and know that my voice does matter, like, in a relationship. So. Yeah. Um, that's that's the thing. Like, and then I'll have to go in. Like, hey, this is something that's a challenge for me. I was able to communicate it because I had some confidence being aware of myself. But if you have the trauma, 
and you're not taking accountability that you have it and you're not doing something about it to at least go in and give the person a heads up like, hey, I'm working on it, but you're going to be patient with me because this is something I still yeah. have challenges Sometimes with. Sometimes you don't know that you have that trauma. That's what I'm saying. Most people, some might not go to therapy, some are not aware, and so they, they lash out or they, they'll react in like they normally would with bad you know, habits that they've created. But B, what, you know, happens from when, what happens when your partner, the person that you're supposed to trust and be committed mm-hmm. to, they see it and they say, that's trauma. And yeah. you're sitting here and you're like, you get even more in defense mode. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Why does, why are we together? <laughs> like, for real. Is that the right place to call out my trauma? No. Yes, it is. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. All right, y'all, go ahead. Told talk. Me it's not. talk. So, so therapist straight told me, like, go ahead. you don't get to say that. So, go ahead. We, let, let's say that I am triggered, right? So for me, I'm be, again, person out there, I have been in a abusive relationship. So if you begin to raise your voice, party is done. I'm either going to become extremely combative, like I will hit you, not anymore, or as a former life, or I'm now, like I told you last night, you get very zen, you just start to listen, right? If I am there and you can recognize it, or I'm crying now because I'm so angry or I'm scared, and now it's like, you know what? I can't give up though. I can't walk away. I can't do this because that means I'm accepting it again. So Mm. you have to sit through it. Even if you don't think that you're doing that, it is not for you to go in my triggered state. You're triggered. Because now it's like, Look at oh, how you said it. Look at how you said it. It doesn't matter how you say no, it. What I'm going to hear is, na 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 you're triggered. I don't sometimes, care how you no, say sometimes, it. I'm triggered. Sometimes, some people, it is how you say it because yeah. some, <coughs> if somebody's coming from a loving place, they're not coming, they, their tone is not, I'm not here to attack you. I notice that you are hurting. Bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's not wrong. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? The text message that we've all, have, has everybody had like a text message, uh, like conversation about a serious topic? Yes, I hate that. And it's crazy. That person is reading it however they perceive you Mm -hmm. is insane. Facts. That's your problem. Mm -hmm. We grown men and women. I don't. I'm not going. Not rolling. I'm not no, rolling either. I'm, it's, with, it's I'm, a, I'm, I'm with, shared, with you, Chris. I'm, I'm with you. Chris too. I'm with you. No, I'm it's Chris. a shared issue because y'all got to. The, no, I agree, I agree there too. The way you talk to each other is the reason why they read it that way. So that communication style that y'all had is the reason why I'm reading your message with these so. tones. I yes, th- it is, I bro. Think, I think it could be from past trauma from uh, from how you perceive it. She just talked about her past yeah. relationship. It doesn't have to be the past <laughs> trauma. In a text? Yeah. It doesn't In a text, have, yes, but, but for sure. To me. It doesn't have to be a past trauma. Mm-hmm. Let's say you and I are growing together. Right. Let's say we might have, you know, and we decided we're going to... Now, when we get an argument, <laughs> we get an argument again. <laughs> And I am absolutely. And I got what you did. I don't know the place. You're taking the, the Willie's data points from the, the previous argument. Yes. And you're yes. saying this is how he talks. Correct. Now. But let's say that that's happening. And we maybe have had an ugly argument before. Yeah. Maybe even about this. And now I'm, I'm always a better. I'm trying to be better about, hey, I'm having real big feelings, whether I'm triggered or not. Mm-hmm. These are feelings you told me you want me to share with you. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to share them, and you mm-hmm. said you want to know here. And I'm used to this getting on your nerves. So mm-hmm. now when you may even think that you're being calm and nice in a text message or even your actual delivery, I am still re- resonating with what you said before. That's how it's coming across to me because I am in a triggered state. And I'm not saying that that's... I am not relinquishing responsibility for being triggered, right? No. What I'm saying is as my partner... If you do know it and you do recognize it, mm-hmm. sometimes we need to make sure my feelings are okay first 
and then we get to the logic. Can, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to address can, both. Can sometimes I, the order changes. But can I ask it? And, and this is where I think Chris is going, though. It's like, I do agree with you. I think for me, it's like in, a, in an argument, if I start realizing that we have a lot of arguments and they come from traumas, like I have like a I have a fight or flight response, like to Chris's point. I may look at a trauma and say, hey, maybe this trauma is too big for me. Maybe this is deeply rooted and this person's not willing to accept that it is coming from trauma. I may need to remove myself. And I think a lot of people never have that conversation, mm -hmm. like Chris said, about compatibility. I think we have this idea that we should just stick through it or fight through it. And people don't really realize, like, hey, there are some traumas that are bigger than you, mm -hmm. that are bigger mm -hmm. than you're even to be able to stay in that space. And sometimes you leaving a space may help that person indirectly to be able to unpack Bruh, that trauma. I always say sometimes you are in the way and you're yes. enabling certain behaviors. Totally agree. From your presence alone. Totally agree. So you're you're that person. Like it's almost like that. Uh, like when people have good genetics, they don't go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Like you're not gonna go to the gym until you see yourself falling off. Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't gonna go do the work until they see that it's really having an effect. This person's staying with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm covering the base. Staying cool. with I'm them is accepted. Whenever you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna keep doing it because <laughs> you still here, even if it's subconscious. Ask y'all if y'all need an overtime on this one. No, we're we're in the next one over. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm watching Cookie Monster. Let's fire, so actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good point, because I've had conversations with people where it's like, sometimes people need to hit the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some folks do need to feel rock bottom, mm -hmm. and that can be really hard when you love somebody. Yeah. It can be really hard Bruh. when it's like, I am in love with you. I want to grow with you. I want life with you, but you are not going to be any better because you don't have to be. Right. I'm always going to make this okay for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to love you any less. And mm. I don't want to love you any less. Mm. But you might be, like Willie said, this trauma might be way too big for us to do. And therapy can make some ugly things come up in therapy, for me at least. Yeah. So, so Chris, I, my worst so, so I have a question. You talk about compatibility checks. Like, at what point do we continue to have compatibility checks? And is, do you ever get to a spot in a relationship where we're no longer even doing compatibility checks and we do realize that we should be just working through some of it? Because I think you would imagine, like, maybe five years in a relationship, I, I, if I'm still doing compatibility checks, maybe I'm, I've been in the wrong space for a long time. So I guess my question is, like, how do we understand the difference between compatibility checks like in a space, like when we get to conflict versus like, hey, I need to stay 10 toes and work through this. I think it's just your ability to compromise. I think it's simple. Like when you get to a point where you don't, it, compromise isn't coming easy for you, for this person, that's telling you you shouldn't be there with that person. That's it. Once you say you're saying, I ain't doing that shit. All right, well, you just don't need to do the, you just oh don't need to do the relationship. And it's okay. Let her or him go find somebody that wants to actually do the, the work for their relationship. You're speaking of someone who's already done the work to get through all of the superficial reasons that make it feel that way, right? Yeah, someone who's but, already gone through. Who, what you're saying is if I'm do, we're both doing everything right and we just mm -hmm. simply don't want to compromise anymore, not I'm being a brat or I'm being stubborn, correct? Yeah, okay. but I'm also saying, like, relationships, you we rolling through life. Life is happening. Yes. We're going to continuously have compatibility checks. Right. It might That's, be 10 no. years from now. I think well, that marriage licenses should have to be renewed. Mm. I'm, I'm not mad at that. Like, I'm Me okay neither. with Because you might change, right? Yeah. Like, and you might discover new traumas. We're changing every day. So, so you're saying compatibility check is, is, is comprehensive of the entire space. Like, it never, never should it, go it's away. A, it's an act. It's an ongoing act. I think it is. I think once you start getting to the point where you're not even checking, it's like that's when stuff starts to fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And you start. And I always think anytime you think something's just a given, 
that's when you start to fall off. You know, and you know what? I think we as as people, like we all have like we have decision we have decision biases mm -hmm. that literally says because I made this decision, I need to stand on this decision. So sometimes people get in relationships and now they don't want to tell everybody that they made a mistake. They don't want to tell everybody that it didn't work out. So now it's this idea of like doubling down on bad decision. And I, I think I think that's one of the things that are the most healthy in relationships. People are scared to leave. You're triggering me, Willie, because that's that's a hundred percent fact. Yeah. Like it's that it's your ego. Yep. But it's like your ego doesn't want to be wrong about the person and doesn't want to announce it, but you you weren't wrong. Right. You yeah, wanted to be with the person, you got right. the person, that was a success. Y'all didn't last forever. Like we was talking about a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Just because an, uh, a relationship, relationship doesn't yeah, last right. doesn't mean it wasn't good. Right. Right. Yeah. Is, is, if, you, if you became a better person out of this relationship, that's where you needed to be. It, it's the ownership. It's the ownership idea, right? Like this idea that we think we own someone versus saying, hey, we experienced this person for like a season, like right. a part of their lives. Like we, we don't own this person. Like Facts. it's okay to let something go. Facts. Like yeah. one of my relationships allowed me to see like some of the trauma from our, my relationship from growing up with my mom and my family, which we ended up separating for it, but I was able to go get help afterwards and focus on that to make <clears throat> me a better person. Mm -hmm. so. And then you won't have to go through certain things. I'm just saying this for people who know better, have open mind, and want to learn out of relationships. Now you won't have to go through that no more. Mm -hmm. You were going to go through it regardless. Right. Your right. code was meant for you to go through this. Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah, it's good that you went through it. So now you can move on to better things. Like going back to what Willie said, like, like the relationship feeling like a possession. Like, even when you go through, like, different things that you own, like a car, if my car is going bad, I trade away that possession. Now, that's the only reason I gave away that car, because it was a bad possession, right? Mm -hmm. I think I think relationships are treated the same way. I think people end the relationship and automatically think it was just a bad relationship. No, like you just said, you just experienced them for that season, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that own stuff is deep. You don't own anything. Mm -hmm. So y'all would say the, the traumas affect how you like your partner? Um, yeah. Ultimately. Hell yeah. Ultimately. I think you can love them even after. I mean, to leave someone because they need to be better is that's love, you know. And the like is, you can get turned off. I think like right. is more important. You can get turned right. off. Like right. you can be like, yo, like, I like is like ten x more important. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Love like, is very fleeting. Yeah. And very. the hard part about that is, the more you love someone, the more comfortable you get. The more your traumas will start to surface because you do mm -hmm. feel safe and you can't let your guard down. And it's hard because now it's like. Well, I love you, and yeah, I look traumatized because. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason. But no, but not that. It's it's not even that. It's like I want to undo it, and I trust mm. you. So yes, you see it more because trust this you. this is who I am. But six, the, but that's that's the thing that I I, I actually Everybody think. Everybody in the world call me Nikki now. Oh, and I'm sorry. Thank you right. for pulling uh, you back. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, no, but you know what? But you know what though? Like, but you said something that's dope. Like, I felt like I've been with someone who had trauma, but they communicated at early stage, and they used to always make sure that they knew that the trauma that they had, they weren't going out of the way to like beat me across the head with it. And mm -hmm. if it did appear, if I did something that triggered it, they knew how to communicate that in a way to kind of like bring the guard down and level set the conversation. Then I've also been with somebody who had extensive amount of trauma, but to Chris's point, they never would accept it. They were always projecting, and the person that would always project and bring the trauma actually made me not like them even more it made Ooh. me feel like hey like this is like for me i didn't feel the space was even worth working through your trauma i was almost on the point of kind of like what we said before the show like no you should just stand on it and let's see in 10 years where this takes you and right. i feel like that's the part that that was like a diss on them right 50 years that's later, what chris see. is talking about as far as well, like you might thing. be in someone's way because yeah. there is a difference and it kind of sucks for the traumatized person 
Because sometimes you do not know what your traumas are. We don't always mm. know what traumatized us. Yeah. We don't always know how it's going to show up. Yeah. Like, who's going to show up? What? Like, oh, it just happened. Yeah. Oh, damn, that really is embarrassing because you but realize, you know like, what? dang, I've been walking around here like that. this this whole Hold time. On. <laughs> that right there. It is wild embarrassing, embarrassing to be an adult and be like, that happened 10, 15 years ago. So? And I'm just, I'm yeah, just speaking of feelings. I'm not saying whether it's we, right or wrong. Okay, we all got to get on some commonality. They say, to be honest, and I believe it, we we are still children. Yeah, we're just tall. Like, even in church, they say, it. exactly, no, we just grow, I we like pile that. on certain stuff. I want to identify as tall now. Okay, you're a tall kid. Okay. You're tall, kid. Thank you. You're, you deserve to be tall. You deserve Except your desires. Except my pronouns and my adjectives. <laughs> but I also think, you're tall. I also think it's not always about I'm trauma. Tall. I don't think all of us are traumatized. No, all of us are not traumatized. We just didn't have good examples either. Mm. Well, like we're the only trauma specifically, though. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. But I, I, I think example I, can be traumatic, too, though. But I think it is important to detail that everyone is not traumatized. It can be traumatized. <laughs> Some of y'all are dragging. No, it can be. Right. It can be traumatizing. Like yeah. if I had a bad example in my from my parents, I can traumatize you off of that bad yeah, example. Yeah, you could think that's normal. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. mm-hmm. anytime I saw my parents arguing, my dad would bounce, bounce, and that's what made me that person that had, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go and you know what I'm saying. And then we trigger. My uh my wife or my exes and they think I was gone forever. I'm like, dude, I'm just up the street. I just need to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? But that's your own trauma. You but that was it. a ha- that was a yeah. habit, and it might have and it might have been a trauma. Yeah. But that's what I saw. It's just what I saw. I didn't feel like, oh my god, that's scary. I just yeah. saw my dad. Every, every trauma is not like this life threatening. Yeah. Right. Die. It's just something yeah. I saw. But I think that's the point, right? Yeah. Sometimes you don't even re- in your mind you're like, bitch, I'm just. I thought that was normal. Just I'm just up the street. Shorty. Yeah. Like, yeah. But but what Chris said though is, is super cool. It's like like all trauma is like. You said some people can handle other people's traumas better than others. So, yeah. like, that compatibility check still comes in. It's like, there's some people where Chris could probably be in a relationship and skedaddle, and the woman could understand that, and they would understand your intent. They would mm-hmm. understand, like, where you're coming from, so they're not going to penalize you for, for dealing with that. They may say, how do we work towards that? Or they may say, hey, I understand that. I want you to go do that so that when you come back, you can be a better version the of yourself. The key word is understand, though. Yeah. And sometimes you, that trauma might not show its face until but two, three but, years into the game. But someone was saying, I forgot, somebody was trying to understand how do we differentiate the intent and the heart of the person versus the action. Mm. I didn't say that. By communication. Somebody was going Did somebody say that in here? I don't think anybody said that. You thought it was Barbara? No, 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 no. Chris said that sounded like him? No, 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 it was Chris, but let me tell you. It was not Chris. No, I'm about to explain it to I'm about to explain what Chris was saying, because I'm saying maybe I comprehend things differently. Chris, you made it sound fire. No, no, no. Chris made it real pretty. Yeah, right. Chris definitely didn't say that. Bro, my second book? Willie, guys, let me you finish. Call you, like, I just, like, this is the raw right here. Yeah. You know, what Chris, ahead, was, you know. what Chris was saying, and what I thought he was saying is the idea of trust. When you trust your partner, yeah, yeah, okay. you will you will take away the idea of the action and sometimes understand their intent or what's in their heart. Uh, so if I understand, if I trust you that you still love me, I trust that you care about me, I trust that you're not going to do something to, against me when you leave, my first reaction isn't going to be negative. Bro, Benefit of the doubt. Y'all right. are saying all these things as if we're not talking about someone who's experiencing trauma. But you got to, okay. If, okay, so if you can't step outside of yourself or your trauma, maybe we shouldn't. We shouldn't be and in that, a relationship. It, you know what I'm saying? That's so it, black and white. That is, I but it's, but I agree. Uh, the problem with it, and again, if that's what no, you, bro, because you look, look, Chris just said I'd be leaving. You don't want to call it a trauma, but it is. If that's what you choose to do, that it, I, I'm not here to tell you what you can and cannot accept. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to tell you what's good, mm-hmm. or, what's good or bad for you. What I am saying is that relationships are a long time. Good. The, if you decide to have a life partner. Life is more than three or four years. Right. 
Right. So damn, you gotta be with somebody Hopefully. more than three or four oh years. Oh my god, god, god damn. forbid, William. No, 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 no. <laughs> the average relationship is six to twelve months, and you have a right. peak at six, and then it goes downhill from there. Okay, well, to be in a healthy, long-term, familial building relationship, if you choose to have one of those and not be a cad, like William your whole life. Damn, a cad. What is that? What is a cad? A dastardly fellow. Dastardly. Dastardly fiend. What I'm trying to get off, I guess, is sometimes traumatized people don't know. That's true too. That's and sometimes you might not realize until something life events change things, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. buying a house too. can bring up stuff you didn't, may not know sure you had can. around money. Right. Having children might bring up stuff you don't know about your parents. Deciding sure to get can. married, deciding yeah. to move in together, like or even just mundane things, going on vacation mm-hmm. and not, not being able to make a decision. Travel, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah. That'll bring it up. But really, what I'm saying is, when you do that, I might not. Three years ago, we were great. We had very normal traumas. Oh my God, don't yell at me, right? Like it was very normal, <laughs> right? But like three years in, it's like, ooh, one time my mama crossed her eyes at me, dog. And now people crossing their eyes, I didn't realize. Well, it them. really do not sit well <laughs> on my spirit. Now I'm terrified. Is that the third? And I didn't realize it. It didn't manifest itself till right now. So, so if you love me already, right now you're going to leave? So Nikki, I got, so I have a question then. So th- this brings up the question about compatibility. Should people that have unresolved trauma get into relationships with other people who have unresolved trauma. I think we all have unresolved trauma. I don't um, think everyone, I don't, for the, you're, yeah, I'm not going to that, I mean, there's a scale. Everybody has something. Yeah, there's yeah. something. You got, you got some shit with you. Everybody if you, does. If you're, not, if you're not willing, if you're not aware of the trauma and willing to work on it and actually humble yourself around it, then you shouldn't. And I will say that I've been with mm. persons not saying that they were absent of trauma, but it's what Chris said about somebody who was at a level in their journey where they were able to step outside of themselves and be able to help and like somewhat aid in my trauma instead of them always having to think about themselves. I think you can get into relationships where people are have gotten to a space in their journey where they're more in the, hey, I know I'm further along than you, so I'm willing to step out. I'm not willing to always try to win something. I'm not always trying to bring about myself. I'm willing to help you alongside this journey. And sometimes those are the more healthier relationships mm-hmm. for somebody who has more unpacked trauma. That way, he, but he just answered his own question. Because that, that, that win is strictly <laughs> you trying to self-validate how, where you are yeah. presently. Mm-hmm. And where you are presently with your backpack pack of traumas. Mm-hmm. And when I win this argument, that means, oh, I'm at a good state, mm-hmm. even with my traumas. No, bro, you just won against somebody right. in a certain sector that you had an advantage in. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't well, say that you her. can't, that doesn't make you, um, that doesn't make you More excluded deep. from right. having to solve your own traumas. So that wanting to win the argument stuff is also a trauma response. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to win because da 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 No, y'all are, you are together now. All right. Y'all no. are together. But Y'all need to. I win. said I need to win at all costs. Yeah, but you, but, but don't you? But Chris, I guess my question, no, is, and this is to the me. this is to I the women in the room. This is to the women in the room, though. I felt like that, like like when you date some women who are a little bit older, who have had experience in certain relationships, and have probably gone to therapy, have started to do work on themselves. They seem to be somewhat easier to be able to see trauma in you and be able to step outside of themselves because they can say, hey, I've done the work. I've went to therapy. I've been in some of these relationships and I know where this ends. So it just seems like they have been more like aiding in some of the like arguments as far as that like, positivity and, and helping you see where some of the missteps happen versus like a younger woman who's still probably more emotional. They really still don't understand the source of their trauma. They haven't been to therapy. So they're they're willing to go a little bit more up with you at that on the same arguments. Well, Willie well, loves telling us that he gets with all the four-year-olds. I do not. <laughs> but I was about to say, talking about the discernment I, between I, the I two live experience. with a therapist and she's pointing she points out stuff I yeah. live with her she mm-hmm. points out stuff I don't take it the wrong way I'm like yo okay 
I that's take what I'm saying. Yo, you my wife. Yeah. Well, like, you're not, like, you know, but that's, like, that's different. Y'all already become. But even still, you, you know, choose. Okay, even when y'all done went through a lot of different shit. But even, but even if it's somebody you just choose to be with. You are with them for a reason. Are you just I, with them just to clap cheeks? Look, are you with them? I hope not. That's crazy. No, but I'm saying that's if you're with them just to clap cheeks, cool. you can't right call though. out my traumas if I'm just with you to clap <laughs> cheeks. If Stay with my traumas. But if I told you, but if I told you because Chris is right, though, there's a lot of relationships that are built around how you carry yourself, your mind, all this and the third, and you got a better view on me than I might have on myself. Yes. Guys yes, out I'm here wiping on... girls just to clap cheeks. Yeah, yeah. see, I, I actually no, no. In house, we talked about in house. Chris, Chris, Chris. No, no. I had this discussion. last night. That was a topic. Bro. No, wait, wait, Chris. I had this discussion. Just last... to clap cheeks. Though? Wait, wait, wait. I had this discussion There's last night. Guys. It's not wait, wait. just that. It's not that. It's like if we really think about it. Even when we think about red pill. When we go out here in the world in our early 20s, nobody taught us how to date differently from middle school to high school to our adulthood. We just we use almost the same parameters. She's cute. She's funny. We have a good time. We have sex. Chris is right. People get into relationships and can even potentially marry with the same mindset that we had in middle school and high school. She's sexy. She's fun. I don't want to clap cheats. How, at what point do we really make a shift in our dating intentions to really start talking about compatibility and, and business? Right, exactly. You're so, an asset. So you're right. Is there a segment of the population that's probably sub-30? to asset yeah, <laughs> I agree. Ask, ask, but but from sub thirty, you can't say that there are some people sub thirty that had a big base of their relationship being about some of the surface level shit, sex yeah. and dating and all that kind of but stuff. I never wiped a girl just to clap. Well, cheeks. even if That's we're talking crazy. about it's a great relationship, right? Let's say that two people that in their thirties both have gone to therapy. Everyone's you know great, right? The Chris and Crystal. I've never been to therapy. No, no, no. Oh, I've been a couple of therapy. You're You're in therapy every day, right, yeah. day. Yeah. 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 You got therapy later. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I'm right. triggered. Get the fuck away from Get the fuck away from But I think that even if you recognize all of your traumas, right, they're going to manifest differently every time you're with a new person. And you change as a person. Life experience will change you in general. That's supposed to happen, even in the best of circumstances. So how I represent, how I react to things, excuse me, is going to change. And I think that without being in your way, without having someone in my way, and without mm -hmm. it being unhealthy and all those good things, you as a partner have to be committed to going through the changes with me. Mm -hmm. Especially if we're doing it like, hey, I wasn't triggered by this before. Mm -hmm. Now I am because of things that maybe we have gone through <clears throat> or things that I've gone through since... Life didn't stop when we started dating. That's a fact. Yeah. My life outside of you still happens. So things still affect me. And if you love me like you say, that's not fair. If we have decided to make a decision to stay together and to work through this and be partners and we're still committed to each other. Made vows, yeah. At some point, even yeah. without vows. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, figured, I'm not just talking about, I'm just saying. Huh? Like, she had dudes before me. She did, God forbid. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't, we don't say the their names. Yeah, we don't say their names. But if we decided to be committed to each other, that commitment mm. does include growing pains. Right. Right. I, I, from so, my experience in my early 20s, I'm just a very observant person. So when I'm like into you, I'm really observing you. I and I'll call notice that a trauma response. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I'll notice I'll notice things, you know, so I'm yeah, like I'm picking up your algorithm. So I could tell I notice you do these things. Right. And so like letting them know, like, hey, maybe this is the reason why this this blah, blah, blah. They were not willing to admit and these are younger men when I was like in my early 20s, they weren't ready to admit the things that they were lacking in mm -hmm. that is preventing them from being at it's the level that they want. Right, so like while I'm working on like healing or while I'm working on being better or self-aware, mm. a lot of men, because I guess you men can chime in, but like are prideful, especially when you're yeah. young, yeah, you know, you don't, us. yeah, like what? No, <laughs> like, 
But that's your partner. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's your girl. Like, she right, has the best interest the in you. If I'm like, I'm not doing this in front of your boys. This is in private. I'm like, hey, I noticed these things. This is me looking out for you. If you're not ready to hear that or grow, then... Do you know how long it takes I was about to, to say not be trying to, it, like, man. impress your partner all of the time? Mm. Do you know how long it takes to be able to say that and be like, it's not that it's just you, but, ooh, I don't have to be, like, super in front of you anymore. Mm-hmm. I can be this, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, W word that I hate. You know, I can I can Whoa, be... Whoa, so- we don't know the word. Weak. Oh. But I with that vulnerability you talking about. Right. Now, now that we're being vulnerable <laughs> with each other, now I can see your whole house for what it is. Now, now I'm naked in front of you constantly. Yeah. And it's yeah. a different kind of naked. It's an emotional nakedness. It takes a while to get mm. there. I don't care how committed I am. I don't care how much we've gone through. Getting to that space is hard. Especially in your early 20s, but it also especially after bad relationships or never, even if they weren't bad, just not healthy. Getting to a place where someone's like, "Hey, I want to see you. Show me." That could be. They're like, "Whoa, wait, and that you could sure?" Because be, I see me, and I don't know if I fuck with it. So, <laughs> I don't know if I mess with it. Like, are you sure that you do? Right. That could be the you? double whammy there, Nikki. Right. Because it's a journey for you to get to the vulnerable yeah. state, and then once you get there, I gotta I'm actually saying no. Now I'm actually saying there's some stuff wrong in here. Now it's a double. I wouldn't whammy. even feel that vulnerable until you was like living with the person. Like mm-hmm. living with the person? That's that different. shit different. That's different. Yeah, it's different. Let me ask y'all. Just and I still be trying to walk around like on some like, I ain't gonna lie. To we was talking about for the pod, and I was telling them how when I put this shirt on, I ain't have it buttoned up at the crib, and I was like, yo, I should pod like this, and it was like, yo, Caitlin, I kill your ass, and now you in here, and I'm like, should I button up? Right, exactly. Yeah. She's not laughing she at all. Like, oh, I she wish you wouldn't have. She's not laughing at all. What button? Caitlin, 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 what button ain't gotta be on? What button? He cool at his button right now. We would like to see you oh, next week. Miami Vice the pod, nigga. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so what, uh-huh. what are some uh-huh. things... Uh-huh. 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 What's she saying? Something about shorts. That's gross. <laughs> what are some things that can turn y'all off about your partner since we talk about like and how important it is? Oh, the, the lack of... Um, Self elevation, like you want to keep striving no, yeah, to be honest. Oh, okay. The lack of stop, like the person not striving to be better, like well, no, you know, doing joke, better. You said okay, so lack of like ambition, basically. I guess ambition and leveling yourself up in different areas of your life, like wanting to be a better person inside and out. So if your guy, yeah. you was with your guy for five years and he's been climbing for five years and he kind of hits a plane at five, plateau. I'll bring plateau, it to your attention. Saying. You would bring it to his attention? I, I will hope that that's something he always wants to do, and I will mm. bring it to his attention, like, hey, you reached that plateau that you don't, you know. Maybe, maybe he'd be like, I'm just taking a little break right now. I've been climbing. I'm, I'm going to get back to it, but I'll remind him. And does he <laughs> just have to be climbing? Fi- is the climb just financial? Can it be mental? Can it be climbing Yeah, it's inside okay, and out. It's, any, it's, it's, okay. it's overall. You want right. to be better. Yeah. What about you, Ellie? What are some things that you can, it could cause you to not like your partner? I think if they had some of the negative traits from a former uh, partner. Mm. Oh, okay. that's, that's very yo, that, but that's that something we don't. Honest. That's something we don't talk about either. Like what your partner has picked up from just that person. Yeah, the habits they pick up from that person. Is that fair? No. But what do you honest. mean fair? No, so no, not it, like that. No, sorry. He said some stuff that somebody else did. He might see that. He's judging it. Like he's saying yeah. that if you remind me of my old partner, right? In a oh, negative okay, way. That's, okay. Never mind. Oh, how did you hear that, Chris? I, I, I thought you were talking about stuff that they picked up from their. No. From their past, their oh, prior no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I mean, no. I mean, I'm just saying, if there's a negative, like, if you were in a former relationship and your girl, like, she was a liar, she was untrustworthy, and then you see, oh, that okay, I see your, your new person, like, having those same traits, that's that's a turn off for me. 
Hmm. Willie, what you got? I think mine is just someone who uh, doesn't bring me peace. I, I don't like arguing. I don't like ratchetness. I don't like friction. I don't like w- women who are not really comp- like they don't they don't really lean into like being compromising. So you like a calm woman? A very calm. Okay. Dean. This is not fair. You said what? Uh, <laughs> I don't. What was the question again? What are some things that have caused you to not like your partner? Not like. Just I would uh, echo what Willie said. When we're not in a like calm, peaceful state, and we're Sienna, you, you beating yourself up she now. She turn my mic off. <laughs> She's trying to be the audio engineer. <laughs> All right. Oh. But uh. Because she like no, you can stop. I'm joking. Oh, no, she definitely runs shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that more like. Am I too loud now? Dang, Sienna. She said, turn up, daddy. No, nah, I ain't turning up. Uh, that that would be it for me. Just sometimes, and it, it was really, it's not a one-way street, because I think most of our issues stem from how we talk to each other. So the things I don't like, I also do. So I had to look mm. inward first, like, oh, am I talking this way? Am I presenting myself this way? And it leads to that, like we were talking about the traumas, like it taps into some of those other things that bubble up at the surface. And, and can I go back to what Chris says? Like, and, like, I don't want anyone to think it's like, I'm saying like a woman needs to just be quiet. When I say, when I say, <laughs> we know, bro. We know, no, no, we know, no, we know. No, we know. clip it up. Clip it, really? Clip it up. Shut the hell up. I said, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. We're going to cut that up. Cut it up. I'm just saying a woman needs to be quiet. So you said women are prettier when, women are prettier when they quiet? Thank you. Women are prettier when they're quiet. Chris said calm. I'm saying that there are certain women who have a calming spirit to them. So what I'm saying is like, like there's, so much power in the woman that they have the ability to create like peace for you so you can be the best version of yourself. So we listen to a lot of women tell us to be the best leaders. They want us to go out there and provide. They want us to go out there and continuously elevate. But they don't realize that sometimes a woman can create an environment that's optimal for that man to become that. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can they can literally be the soil by which the man sprouts. But if you're just constantly creating friction, you're creating like anger, you're creating you're creating a lot of tension for that man. It sometimes does not. And I'm not saying some men can even overcome it, but some men can actually literally not become the best version of themselves if their partner is not equally yoked hey, to your, them. Your mm. wife can be your biggest obstacle. If her direction ain't right, Bingo. she can be your biggest obstacle. That's why I'm saying so my biggest turnoff would be somebody who's, because who, I'm already like that, I don't need motivation. I need somebody to constantly create an, envi- create an environment. <laughs> Excuse me? I don't even know men who are, who are like that. You need somebody to clear the way right, for you. Right, right. I need somebody mm-hmm. who's, who's, who's almost making it optimal. Be that blind spot. Be that mirror. Be that person that's, like you said, checking the room. Yeah. The person that's saying, hey, be mm-hmm. that person. Like that to me, so when somebody constantly being friction or not bringing peace or always arguing with me, you're literally being the anti of what I need, the oxygen I need to be the best version of Yo, myself. Some women don't understand that. They be like, why ain't, they, why ain't he successful? Why ain't he winning? It's because of you. Right. I'm never going to give somebody all that credit. It, no, it, no, no, you see. No, now you being philosophy. No, no, I'm no, trying no, to get a no, cup. No, I'm trying to no, take no, us no, off. No, I'm no, trying to no, take no, us no, off. No, Chris, 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 it has to be. No, 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 because I'm going to call Cap on Kadeem. No, he's right, though. No, 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 I'm going to call it Capital Kadeem. If the closer you are to being one, the closer you are being married, we live together, we're, we're in this relationship, we're supposed to be equally yoked. You can't tell me somebody's equally yoked and then they're out of alignment energetically and they don't have an impact to your to your success. Yeah. I'm not saying 100%. There's not 100% of anything. But the more That's we're... That's what I was saying. I'm not oh, going to give somebody I'm going to say because this, 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 everybody, everybody wants to talk this shit about being equally yoked. Equally yoked mean that you have a direct impact on my overall energy, my what, the outcomes of my life. Either I we detach or we attach. Which one is literally it? Literally never no, use that phrase. No, 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 I, I, I agree. I agree. I'm talking about the world. 
world. I'm with, I'm with, I agree with Kadeem, too. You got to take responsibility for the yeah. woman. Right. Right. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not 100%. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But, but, all but what I said I'm, was, uh, I'm not going to give somebody all that No, no, no. But what I'm saying, we talked about being the best version of yourself. If I'm attached to you, because like for me, I've been in a relationship where we were not attached. So you were right. I didn't care about what you were doing. I cared about what I was doing. I was independent. You did your shit. I did my shit. We lived like that. We only saw each other at night. That we weren't equally yoked. So I was able to do my own thing. That doesn't mean I was the best version of myself. Imagine if while I was losing weight, if I was going to work, if I was investing, yeah. they were doing it with me. Could you imagine you where we could have woman, been? Or you just had your woman. Sometimes Bingo. women don't. Y'all are so powerful, bro. I was telling, uh, exactly. talking to Elliot about that. We were standing over here. Yeah. Like your woman could put her hand on your neck. She can. Mm. If your when your woman says, "Baby, I believe in you. It's okay. It's all good." Yeah. You don't know how yo that feeds me for like a few months. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't need nothing. Yeah, we're so simple. No, but no, you know, but we are though. Like you and your You get to a, you get to a point where you could go. You could get to a point where you're with your woman, where you're literally talking to her about your finances. You could be talking to her about that, your fears. You could you could have all these things to your where she could friend. be that she could be that mirror to really help guide you and hone you to the best of your ability. Or you could be with a woman that you literally don't want to tell shit to. Facts. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, Nikki. What what's some things you don't like that can make you not like your partner? Um, I'm unfortunately I'm growing out of being one of those therapy snobs. So like, okay. I am. I don't. It's not a deal breaker. Oh, like if somebody's not in therapy, you're yeah. like, no, I can't talk to you. Mm -hmm. You're not yeah. working on yourself. I'm not that bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my god. I just you don't go to therapy. I just think that everyone could benefit from therapy. So how they speak about therapy, I, I listen to. How mm -hmm. they speak about their exes, mm -hmm. I listen to. How they speak about taking. Their actions, right? If every time you tell me something bad you did. What if she wants shit though? I mean, but that's none of my business. That it's, it is your business. You with me now? No, no, that that's lady, none of I my business. Oh no, no, no! Because we asked this question before. How much? How responsible is your current partner for the trauma that they didn't help create? That's what I me mean, Elliot just used that as an example too. How, how much? How, how much are you responsible for that? None of it. And so it's my fucking problem. It's yours. Hmm? And I you should have dealt with that before I don't you got agree. it. I'm sorry, I don't agree. I don't, I, no, I, no. This book has my brain warped. I'm telling you. Bro, because that person is going to, they're going to share that shit with you. And you're going to talk to them about it. And do then you later, know, you're going to tap into it. Do you know what I learned in therapy? Again, therapy snob, here we go. <laughs> there are some things that you can talk about and get off your chest that you cannot fix unless you're doing it. So some things are only oh, going to fix themselves too. in process. So people who are in relationship therapy without being in a relationship, like, there are people who do that. No, they go and they want to learn how to be better in a relationship. That's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. You really can't graduate it until you get in a relationship because all this stuff sounds good until now you're forced with the conflict. Yeah, how do you want to respond? Okay, it's different when, um, when um, maybe I'll put it this way. It's different when you're talking about, hey, this is the result of this. I did this work before getting in this relationship, and these are the residuals left over that I continue to need to work on in this relationship, right? So it almost goes back to what we were talking about trauma, past trauma, like, hey, this is what I work on, but be aware that this is what I'm still working on I in the relationship, right? I think recognition and work are and, different. And, right, but yeah. this is, these are the results from right. the previous relationship. I don't need to know that girl's skin color. I don't need to know where she works at. I don't need to know where y'all had sex. I don't need to know, unless we are talking about just shooting the shits, but I don't have any need to well, know. Well, she was fine and I was when trying I to When I say boast. that, I don't want to, I'm judging <laughs> you if you crazy. give me a dumping session <laughs> about a woman you were with before me. <laughs> like if you spend time trash talking to a girl you were with before me, well, you chose her. 
Facts. You right. look at, crazy. Yeah, I was stupid. I was stupid. At some point, she was amazing, right? At some point, she was. No, she was never amazing. But even if she wasn't, just one part of her. But even if she wasn't, that's what be getting us. But even if she wasn't, I like you all the time. Now I didn't like you until you walked through the door in that outfit. Now I like you again. That's crazy. Wow. That's something we get. That's something dudes get caught up in. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. If she wearing a certain outfit, you could like ten things that week. She could have got on your nerves the whole week. So we're not ever going to talk about it because you know that outfit yeah. is my weakness. Maybe yeah. I'm too much of a girl's girl, but I don't want to hear you dunking on your ex. No, I agree. I, no, I agree. I, I I'm just being stupid. I'm just being stupid. But, like, but you know, what are you doing? I'm if you're, telling, if you're sharing a trauma with me, that's one thing. If you're trying to say, hey, this that happened and this was really hard Ooh. and we, we struggled with this, that's one thing. But I don't want to hear how this bitch <laughs> ain't do this. And this nigga... No, I, I think that's weak. But you know yeah. what though? I think I think where, where I've struggled at, like it's kind of like the middle ground is I'm probably someone who doesn't want to share much. And so I think when I do end up starting, right, right. But then I do understand that sometimes I do want to explain to someone that I care about things that happened to me in the past, mm-hmm. not even just to say I understand all the trauma. Maybe they can give me game on right. things that, that are unresolved. Maybe they yeah. can, like, especially the right one, I could say this and they can be like, well, then you did this. I've, I've had some dope conversations where women have called me out mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize that was something that, that happened in the space. That's dope. And I'm an overshare. <laughs> I share too much. Well, he yeah. tells me all the time. But it's but it's but to me it's like like yeah no it's I mean there's different <laughs> levels of honesty right there's brutal honesty there's proactive honesty and Why then there's situational honesty, honesty exist? What is that? Brutal, brutal honesty is that I'm saying that this harsh e- truth. Yeah. No, yeah, no it does. No, it does. Because if I tell you that's a trigger, that's <laughs> no, brutal no, honesty. No, no, no. That's no, no. me being honest. The word brutal has a meaning. It does. No, no. Why? But... Why is your honesty brutal? Right. Even if what you're telling me, I don't appreciate. Nick, Even you if just it, said it. No, but you said it earlier. But it doesn't have to be. That's what honest. I just said earlier in the pod when I said, "Yo, I I should be able to point out your trigger." You said, "No, you should not." No, that's that's I said honesty. When. No, no. I was talking that's, about when you do it. That's but that's brutal. That's brutal honesty. Then it is brutal honesty, but the word. Word brutal means almost that you're looking but that's, to aim to hurt. No. Yeah. Yes, no, no brutal honesty. Brutal. No, brutal honesty right, can also be like in how you receive no, it. No, the word has a definition. Yeah, and we're going to look it up. Dog. Yeah, I mean, it's you can't not argue in how you I agree, and you could have intentional in brutal a savagely honesty. violent way. Jesus, you check that just it. made it even I think more that subjective. Like, I could say something, and you could be like, "Yo, that was brutal." Hey, 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 it's not subjective anymore. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about someone receiving something poorly, right? That's not what we're saying, and we're not talking about when is the appropriate time to tell someone something. We're not talking about that either. What we're saying is there are people who. Their friend, we're not putting relationship. Your friend would be like, "Yo, how my makeup look? Bitch, you look fucking nuts." There's no need to Sometimes. say that. Like, what you can say is that's a woman thing. I would want, I would want Willie to tell me the truth. Sorry, but there's no need. But that's what I'm saying. There's no, but some. That's brutal, though. That's you know what? I, no, no, no. Do I, that. I, hold on. I, I don't know, but because when Willie told me we were walking one day, this is back when I was like 50 pounds heavier. It was husky. Yeah, it was husky Dean, <laughs> and me, him, and Little Willie together. And he said something. Little Willie said something to me. He said, "Little Willie, don't listen to him. He's fat. He's out of shape. He just don't boom, boom, boom." And it didn't sound brutal to me. Somebody else would hear that as a brutal tr- honesty. That? But I didn't. Ooh, so look, now I'm in line with Chris. Come on, mic, bro. I mean, it's already low, but yeah, yeah cut it. <laughs> no, but. Part of the receiving part is where it gets brutal. I, I do feel Chris on that. Because that somebody else would have heard that and been like, yo, why he say that to I think it also depends on who's delivering it, too, though. 
Because Willie can say that, but if, if somebody else said that, you might not have took it that way. No, I think like, it would have took it that way. Got, anyway. got, okay, every, every person that told me I was husky, I didn't say I wasn't like, offended. You don't ask your question, Dean. Yeah, I was. I was, I was, was I, I mean, no, no, no. Even the person, I, so Bricks didn't know me. He met me as Husky mm. Dean. I didn't take yeah. it personal he when he told me what. No, he just thought that's who I was. No, no, no. I'm saying if he would have met you and said, "Yeah, you kind of, you kind of husky, bro." He when he met me, I was, so he didn't have to say it. That's how he felt about me. But can I, can I, can I, can I, can I give a? Because when I would talk about working out, he would tell me what I can and can't. Can I, give um, a, can I give a? Sh- oh, okay. a sh- can I give a? Can I get? These stories are great, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> the, but, but can I? Can, can no, I share honesty? Uh, so I, I I think honesty has to do with the intent and the desired outcome you want of the relationship. To to Nikki's point, if you really look at the word brutal, brutal honesty means that my intentions are to hurt you with yeah. this honesty. Yeah. So I think you have brutal honesty no matter what space it in is if the honesty was designed with the intent based on the outcome to be brutal. I'm I'm doing this to intentionally hurt you. Clip, so that's so crazy. and so I think at the end of the day, no no no, but it's no. no I, talk about him. Oh, oh, I, I've honestly want, like ha, have a friend of mine that actually like has. Uh, honesty course and we went to the different levels of honesty and what it's saying is like bro like honesty should always be based on the, the desire outcome you want of the relationship and the intent so my my honesty with you should be based on what i actually want if a waiter comes to me and he's overweight and i just go out of my way to say you're fat i'm being honest but i don't desire a relationship where i'm really trying to give him feedback on his life i desire him to take this order so for me to go out of my way to call no it's the truth no it's really the truth it's really how people my desire is for him to take this order, you no, fat, but, but, job, but, but but I'm saying so. If I go out of my way to 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 disparage him or to degrade him by calling him overweight and fat, that means I desire through my honesty to it's be hard. hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, I think we all should have to look at honesty as based on like what is my true intent and what do I want from this space. Honesty should be aligned to like, hey, so if I'm in a romantic space, I desire to build a, b- a better communication with you, so my honesty should match building and growing the relationship. And that's okay, why I, all I of us have with, things I, to gain from going to therapy. I, I agree with. With y'all. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, you should have the intention to communicate in a way that your partner can receive it. But I also think, oh, I missed the thought. Well, I um, when I was dating a guy, and um, he he's used to he, when I used to date a guy, he his father was very verbally abusive to his mom, so he thought that was how he was supposed to be. And I was like, you realize you picked up some skills from your your father. Skills, that's a word. Not skills, mm. but um, sorry, some habits, traits. some habits, traits yeah. from your father, and you saw it, and you are from him. That now you utilize in our relationship that could be, and you say is brutally honest. I think you need to go to therapy and to men, work out men some might of those. Avoiding therapy now. Oh, Dave, for sure, because he told me. I said, <laughs> have you thought about going to therapy? Wow. He was just like, no, no, I'm good. And I'm. She sped right and I'm like, it. but you stressed out. Pivot, but pivot. you're stressed. Pivot. And ball right back. Give and go. But you're stressed, and you are. V, pass the ball back. <laughs> He's trying to pivot. One day y'all We're gonna respect my storyboard. One day y'all gonna respect my storyboard. I saw when you introduced it. She, she did, and then she was like, "Nobody's listening." One day y'all gonna respect my storyboard. He was like, "No, no, kick it back. I'm gonna shoot Yo, this jumper in the corner." Bro, Nikki said, and she said like three things about therapy. I'm like, "One day y'all gonna respect me." Go to the next clip. To the next clip. Sorry, Lo siento. Sorry. Why are men avoiding therapy? Yo, she she was about to go. I was like, "Yo, kick it back." I'm only going to lie. He had a segue. About five minutes ago. You did? Yeah, I know. We did. We saw it. It when was three of these. Let me take one for a minute. Y'all, if y'all want me to, do I have the power to segue? Everybody that, does. It's on the board in order for y'all. She wrote it in order for okay, y'all. My bad, time bad. No, but. Why are we having these meetings? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to get organized. They won't, they won't find me. 
She, she covered the mic. I was like, I'm turning this the way I know. And I was like, okay, I got you. I heard you, but I don't know if they heard you. And I was like, I was like thank you. Keep back. Oh, boom. No, no. I thought she heard it. She was like, therapy. I was like, oh, okay. There it is. Sorry for that segue. We intermission talk track. Speaking of therapy. Perfect. <laughs> Cooking. <laughs> y'all so bad. Most men avoid therapy because most therapy approaches are not Damn, designed to help the male brain deal with pain or find solutions. Sir, that makes men believe therapy is worthless. Male depression is usually based on feeling helpless, powerless, and unable to affect one's life or environment. Therapy models focus on helping men feel heard and loved instead of restoring their sense of personal power. Men need solutions, not just feelings. Absolutely. And we are churning out here in the United States an overwhelming number of therapists who do not have the skills that they need or the experience that they need to provide lasting solutions that will undiagnose you in the long term. When you get a man into that system, men would rather kill themselves than sit there and say, I am disabled. I must have medical assistance for the rest of my life. And all I can do is sit here and talk about my feelings endlessly for the next 10 years while paying $10,000 for the privilege. Men are looking for solutions and they're looking for guidance in how to apply those solutions. When you give them those things, men will do just about anything for you. Mm. React. What was that last part? He said you'd give them something and a minimal deal. If you give them solutions, they'll do just about anything for you. Mm. I'll I'll, I'll start us off. Um, I think, in my personal opinion, that men. Lean closer to the. I was trying to like. Say it, Nick. I just want to say it. I think men. The difference between men and women is we sit with reality every day. I'm going to speak for all men. I think men sit with reality all day. We don't try to override it. We don't try to repress it. We sit with it all day. I think that therapy, what it presents to you, are certain questions you should ask yourself, certain tools you should be presented. I think we know we have certain tools. I think it's the fact that we don't have a good direction. We don't have good placement. We don't have good purpose. You don't know how to utilize the tools? Right. Mm. We don't know how to utilize the tools. And I think there are certain ways that you can communicate as well outside of verbally i think certain men or men in general we're we're not the most verbal people y'all know that just from dealing with us we're not the best with verbal i think therapy for some men for some boys can be a sport it can be art it can be music it can Mm. be something that the man is actually using his hands for something that's actually giving him a purpose that can be therapeutic for men I just that's I just want to start us off with that. You no, know, I I agree. So I think to, to piggyback on Chris's like idea of like us sitting in reality, I I actually go to therapy, and I think for me, I'm I'm very critical of myself because I live in reality. I'm very like observant. I'm very like hard. Like I'm I'm driven. So I'm constantly like checking myself on a lot of different aspects of my life. So my original reluctance to go to therapy is like listening to somebody tell me things that I already tell myself right. every single day. Somebody giving me this feedback. And I'll be honest with you, my first couple of therapy sessions, I felt like I was talking to myself. The first question he asked me was like, "Why are you here?" And I'm like, "I don't know why the fuck I'm here." People say we should go. I said people say we should. We no no, but it, it, but it's like that was my experience the first time. I felt like literally like like we. We say like even in the medical field that people really are not good at being able to, to help you unless they are able to like ask questions and at least understand your symptoms right so that so the a therapist is only as good as the data you provide for them to be right. prescriptive so originally it was like man i'm just talking to myself eventually i was able to get to talking through things that he was able to give me different perspectives than i would have came on my own but i think my initial reluctance or why i might have avoided it is like i don't i didn't want to sit up here and have somebody put a mirror to me because i do that to myself every single day bro i think I think the reason why, and I'm just going off Google, guys, don't attack me. 
I think the reason why men lead women in suicides and women lead men in depression, which should be, you would think the one that leads in depression would lead in suicide. But I think when men are depressed, we would rather quit the game than be a failure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then rather yeah, sit in the depression that. or sit in the dark. We're like, oh, we'll just quit the game. <clears throat> if I don't have a purpose, I'm just going to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why therapy, just the traditional therapy isn't, I'm not going to say it's not great, but it, it's, it's not the end all be all. Yeah, men should go to therapy, but then just, just for both. You should go to therapy, but then your therapist is going to give you things that you need to do. Oh what do you, what do you think lot. about uh, the post? It was basically saying that the normal traditional therapy like tactics are not they don't help the male brain. And that's that's, that's kind of what I'm that's kind of what I'm getting to. Cuz it's it's kind of like remember that I sent you the pod on rough and tumble play mm-hmm. and why it's vital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I think I'm not saying that that's Jordan completely Peterson. aligned, but I think he was saying how when you're playing with your child and you're play fighting and it's giving them the limiters, it's giving them it's giving them actual empathy and, and it's showing them how to conduct themselves in real life. It's actually giving them bounce, showing them how to establish boundaries. And I think that's key for men too. That's why I said something about the sports or the boxing or it's, uh, it's about, we live in reality. We know what's wrong. Like Willie said, he assesses himself all day. Even the bums out there, they know they're bums. Certain men like out there, there's, there's delusional men, but most men, for, for a, a, a good majority of men, they know that they're not in a know good state rank. in life. Yeah. So I think it's just about helping men channel energy. I think that's what we need to do. I think the purpose, actually giving men a job or giving them a place in this world is actually what's going to help them the most. What about the guy who does have a place and he and has a depressed. family and he, and he offs himself? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And even if you want to alter language there, you have a place. It's showing you where it is maybe I, I don't i don't want it to mm. be giving you that you have that i agree right so it's maybe you don't see it mm-hmm. maybe like how because that was a barrier for me in therapy i i'm the meanest person to myself there is no one who knows how horrible i am more than i do mm-hmm. so that was a fear of mine like i i know i don't know how to talk i know all these things who wants like but then you sit there and for me it was what is your goal and i think it's probably what your therapist was asking you to but it was to be better at such and such and like you said, the first couple sessions you're sitting there and you're just like spilling your guts out to this stranger, which is easier than you think it is, believe it or not. A stranger who has no idea who you are, no biases, like you're mm. never going to see him in real life. It, it does get very easy to spill your guts to them. Um, but as you do that, then it becomes the things that you you need from it and those different perspectives. I, I think that we have... <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> right now. Um, Are you ready to pod? I th- I think that because men have not traditionally participated in therapy, I think that's what's created that <clears throat> handicap of knowing how to reach y'all best. Mm-hmm. It said men's uh, depression normally stems from like hopelessness and not being able to control your environment. What do y'all think about that? Um, I can I, see that. I agree. Um, I think, shoot, as the population increases and how inflation increases, the cost of living and, and all that stuff increases, it's going to get worse because jobs are decreasing. Or are they? Are they decreasing or increasing? Who knows? But It's a folly. They don't know. I think that's something. And then I think it just shouldn't be economic-based. Like what you're saying, Nick, is deep, and I agree wholeheartedly. That's why I'm a believer in God, for real. I think that gives you the placement off-rip once you have a relationship with God. I think we are too mm-hmm. detached from faith and we're too engrossed in this society 
which has a, a finite amount of placements for men to help propagate the society mm -hmm. to where men are feeling helpless. They're feeling like they're not contributing and all this stuff instead of looking internally and saying, who am I? What do I want to do? What do I like to do? And just doing that. I think we, I think that those depression rate, depression rate spike because we're assessing ourselves in our place in the society and how we're helping a society that doesn't care about us. And I, uh, a friend of mine that um, stays in Houston, he was calling me, telling me that he, he was trying to stop dating. He does he know he doesn't need a date right now. He doesn't need to. And he went out there and he started dating a girl. And he was like, because it was cold outside. And he mistreated her, knowing that he let her on, telling me, laughing about it, that he let her on, knowing that he didn't want to. And he hurt her. And I'm like, that's not funny. And I was like, and you knew you didn't want to do that. And he was just like, well, I feel like this, this, and that. I was just like, do you feel, he said, I felt ugly about doing it. I said, have you thought about going to, th going to therapy? I don't need it. I said, you just said you did something that you know you don't want to do, mm -hmm. but you did it anyway. And you keep doing it, and you've done it in the past. I was just like, but you don't need therapy? You don't mm -hmm. need to do nothing about that. You're just going to continue to do it. You know it's a problem. He mm -hmm. said, well, I know it's a problem. I said, there's different stages of therapy. Some people are not even aware. You're aware, so you have something to go to therapy like, hey, I do these things. I don't know why I would like to fix this to something that I don't agree with, I don't want to be anymore. He was just like, well, I just don't think that therapy is just there to manipulate you. Yeah, and to to right. un we to undo just, that. We were just talking about, about manipulation. I said it's to un it is positive manipulation to, to for you to see things clearly and see look at your actions. And but I've heard that that wasn't the only case. I've literally heard guys tell me that there's something that they can't stand about themselves and they don't know how to control it. I'm like, would you go to therapy? Oh, I don't need it. What is wrong? But I, I think <laughs> that speaks back to the feeling that they have when they're depressed, though, right? Because yeah. therapy. Therapy is, I think that the world is getting better about how they view it mm -hmm. and it's becoming much less taboo, right? But it still is a mark of Weakness. ailment or something's wrong. Weakness. So if you're already feeling like something, again, with men, if you, you feel like something's wrong with you already and depression shows itself as helplessness, unable to control your environment, mm -hmm. yes, you do need therapy, but I can see how your mind goes to another thing I can't, I can't even control myself. So I got to go to therapy and admit that I can't even control how I date. Next, let, me, let me tell you how stupid the the weakness <coughs> the weakness being tied to therapy argument is. Very that's like funny. that's like men. That's like me saying, "Oh, y'all go to the gym. Y'all niggas weak. Y'all working on y'all strength. You going to get your must teeth be. Y'all obviously y'all right. weak because y'all ain't there working on. Right. You going to you going to get a physical? It doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. Though. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like that. It, just speaking to the point of of the you know the topic or whatever. Go, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking as a person that's avoided therapy, like I've I've avoided therapy for the longest and mm. I, I'll admit it, like, I was afraid of it mm. I was afraid of it and I called it weak mm. to make it sound like my to make it seem like I was stronger mm -hmm. mm. you know what I'm saying I called it weak for a long that's weak that's mm. weak. You, you depressed all oh, that's weak I, I'm emotionally strong like but coming here and listening to y'all uh, like week by week year by year whatever talk about therapy I'm like man no nah, they, they're actually getting something from this like yeah. mm. they're way more emotionally stronger than I am yeah. So it, it encouraged me to 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 go to therapy. So I, I appreciate y'all. I, I, I want to thank y'all for that. I no do problem, think it's bro. something no problem. Yeah. the post saying that the normal practices don't lend to men though. I do I do no for real. No, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, if it if it's something that like guys do, like okay, that's why the red pill community is flourishing, because those guys are giving you actual action, like, hey, do this, go do this, go do this. It'll make you feel better about you. That's like step one. Mm-hmm. And in therapy, like, you know, you might not, they, they want to just talk about your feelings. Well, bro, I feel like shit because I don't have shit going for myself right now. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like almost full circle. Then they find these guys on the internet that, that help them build up Start some level. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But so. does therapy not give you a solution? Okay, now that we know that, and we see where that comes from, and you, it stems from these habits, then you need to avoid, this is your homework. This is what you need yeah. to do. You you're have to get there. Homework. Yeah, you're giving homework. Yeah. I um, think that there are some... Mm. Mm, I'm gonna Go ahead, it. say it. I'm gonna come on, it. man, come on. One, I think that... Oh, shit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't overhype this opinion. Clip it up! She hyping it. Y'all better be trash. I think, I think, one, women have dominated therapy and mental health spaces for a long time. I can't tell. So, so it does more so feed into how we process things. Mm. But I do think that as we have begun to normalize therapy, which is a very important thing, that we have, been, we have also normalized becoming a therapist. And some people who think they want to be a therapist probably just need more therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people, and you see it a lot online, and it, bo- it bothers me deeply, right? Because it's specifically done to black... It's like the police officer. I mostly interact with black people, so what I see is it's specifically done to black men. Mm-hmm. Um, therapists, there are a small group of very loud therapists, let me be clear about that, who speak really disparagingly Mm-mm. of men in general mm. and how they do things. And how they're coming into you to receive help, and how are they maybe receiving something, or that they're bad at this, and they know they're bad at it, and they come to you, and you get on the internet and tell the whole world how niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, right? therapists. There are therapists. No, they, they, I've seen them. They get there canceled. are therapists who do that and will make content uh, out of it. Yeah, they do. And it's like, well, yes, men don't want to go to therapy if that's how you feel about them. And I, I know, small minority, whatever. Loud, shut up loud minority, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to go to therapy either if every time I saw a therapist, they were talking about me as a group, how useless I was. Or and how that's good, unfortunate. It is. It's, it's really unfair. unfortunate. I have two friends that are therapists, and, and they will admit that majority of the people that are broken, she said they'd be like the <clears throat> broken people be the men, and they'd be coming from like these ridiculous marriages that are farce. Like, so can I that's, that's common practice. So, I, was, I would like to say that. What you was cooking, but I would like to say that that is common practice with therapists. They do have to go to therapy. Can, yes. Can, can I, but can I share mm-hmm. a, uh, just a question? So is that why a lot of people, when they go seek therapy, they look for therapists that, that look like them or that have mm-hmm. the ability to identify. identify with their journey? Like So like when I started therapy, I, I intentionally looked for a African-American man. Mm-hmm. to be my therapist because I wanted to have someone tap into uh, the, the men journey of this like mental health you know aspect of my life whereas like I probably wouldn't feel as comfortable talking to a, a, a minority woman because I do think that while you may be trained in therapy and helping me mentally there may be certain things that just are just natural, na- yeah, natural that you may not necessarily resonate or be able to provide your experience in the same way mm. I think that's very helpful I think that that's important it also fe- uh, speaks to what goals you want, right? Like, I used to have a woman therapist, a female therapist, and now my therapist is a male because I'm specifically working on how I treat and men and deal in relationships. Mm, so okay. it was like, okay, I should probably be talking dope. to a black man about that. Yeah. Intentions, mm. I love that. That's so good. Yeah, okay. So okay. like, I think That's that what cool. you're looking for out of therapy, I didn't should, mean to hit both of those. Should matter. <laughs> um, and I also want people to understand that therapy is a lot like dating. You might not. Oh yeah, be you gotta mesh with them. They yeah, gotta. And your first therapist might not be it. Yeah. Your second therapist might not be it, right? And yeah. a good therapist, you can say that to, and they'll give you. You can you can tell them why, and then you can they'll give you a reference. That's like, a slippery hey, slope, though, Nick. I ain't gonna lie to you. I agree. I'm I'm rolling with what y'all yeah. saying, but it's I think it's a slippery slope too because 
you can find somebody that you're too compatible with. Now they yes. they just giving you feeding you yeses and you not wrong and, and all this stuff. Like I'm I'm just speak, I'm just saying trying no, to no, give you some yeah, opposition. No, no, absolutely. I think that when I talk about that, I just don't mean someone you're completely aligned with. Mm-hmm. Like you should be if you're not being confronted in therapy, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't be there. If you're not being challenged in therapy, yeah. Yeah. if you're not being made to be hold, like if you're allowed to soft talk yourself in therapy. I want to be careful with that because sometimes you might need to be softer with yourself. But if you're allowed to shirk accountability Mm -hmm. in therapy, you should avoid that, right? But also, if you get in there and just your spirit don't open up and you're like, I don't want to tell you anything, your therapist can't help you if you don't talk. And if you're not comfortable talking, then leave. Yeah. And me, personally, my therapists live in a different state than we do. I am very big about... I don't want to ever run into you at the Wawa. <laughs> I don't want to ever see you. I need to know you got that a you're... fifth or something. <laughs> like, oh, okay, see how you do. We'll talk about it on Thursday. Talk Sunday, right? <laughs> All right. But because for me, because of my pride, the stranger part of it is important. My therapist needs to be a complete stranger who will never interact with anyone I interact with. And that's weird. That's 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 strange, yo. What? Just because I think we get, you know, when like a stranger talks about you. You'd be like, yo, who you talking to? You don't know me from a can of paint. But you're saying the stranger approach helps with that. Because you don't Rather know me. Than, you I'm don't just know. telling you. Why yeah. can't, why, the, I'm going to go back to the couples thing. Why can't the person that we think knows us the most say stuff like this I and not, give us I'm not afraid to disappoint my therapist. I do not care if, if I disappoint him. I do not care if his opinion changes in me. I do not care if he wants to end our therapy sessions. I will find him. I am paying you for a service. That's right. The, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's no, that's but as my partner... <sighs> I, I get. I mean, in the long oh, run, man. I well, like my therapy. No, I don't no, know. No, I, I I bang with it because it's honest. Yeah, no, it is I, honest, I already know what the name. Part of being like part of the nonviolent communication is being able to give those truths, hear somebody else's truth and reality, not take it super personal, hear it for what it is, and not make it like. Uh, I am in therapy to get there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I had to do a couple <laughs> mushrooms and read a book. <laughs> no, mushrooms, bro. Therapy, but, 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 but even but even then, like even what Kadeem is talking about, which is, which yeah, is which is utopia, ninety nine point ninety nine point nine percent of people still can't get there because at the end of the day, it's what Nikki said. I actually agree. We we always are going to have some type of self consciousness about how our truth is received and how that can change. And the one the the level that Kadeem is talking about, it to me is like a Jedi level, is where you can be so passionate about the truth that you're even willing to accept how your truth may be experienced and. It, and actually accepting that people are going to leave you because of your truth. I think my thing, but you know, because I walk around like that for the most part, I'm like super open. to that rejection. I'm super open with everybody yeah, but, anyway, but I, so I, I now did, it's like, okay. No, but it's different. It's different. Uh-huh. I'm, t- I'm talking I, I'm talking like what Nikki said, that's the next level of truth. I'm talking about truths like on some shit like, hey, like, I like to fuck women on Tuesday and Wednesday, and even though we've been in a relationship, I fucked these kind of women last week. This is who I am. There, there. That's a different level of honesty when you're willing to really sit in the truth to the point where yeah. you're no, you're nowhere near uh, like you're okay with this person leaving, but you're so passionate about the truth. And I had this conversation with 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 my friend Marco to the point where when Shout he was when when he was like telling me like, hey, when you get so passionate about your truth and you're willing to accept that people may not like you because of your truth or people will leave you, that's when you know you're a passionate for the truth yeah. that you're willing to stand in it. And there, a lot of people can talk about the truth. Everybody has levels to it. Some people have like like. Truths for go. Some people give you seventy percent, eighty percent. What Nikki's talking about, when I can stand so far deep in my truth that I'm willing to just sit there and let you just sit there and tell somebody I love and I want to be with to just go. But I said at least I told them the truth. A lot of people are not there. 
That's know. that's very weird. Yeah, I've been walking around, like and Willie can attest it. I've been walking around with the. Uh, you might not like Kadeem anyway right. from how he talks. <laughs> but he, but so even now, but even then, for me to be like, but that's even different. Like, but I'm even talking about different level. Like that's like surface levels. What I'm talking about is what Nikki said is like when the truth even scares you. Oh yeah, that's God, bro. For me, I feel like that's God. That's what God is trying to tell you. God is ain't God's nothing but the truth. That's it. Y'all Once we live in that, we, we, we when you get in a relationship, it's some stuff you do not want to admit in front of your partner. I Bingo. do not. I do not care how evolved you think you are. Mm. I do not care how long you've been together. You care about how your partner receives you. Even if you're comfortable, mm. even if you think, okay, I always want to make sure they are equipped with enough truth to make a decision. <laughs> even if that—that's a very no. That, I totally agree with Nikki. No, but no, but there's but. So I don't understand why you're like, oh, you got to tell them everything and it shouldn't no, matter. No, it doesn't I'm matter. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm I didn't saying, say that either. You know, I'm not saying tell them everything. <laughs> we but don't I'm get saying, a with that, please. But I think that <laughs> that <laughs> fear, that fear is also Too the fear you have with yourself. Oh, you talking about me saying you, it? You have, yeah. We have issues telling our partner stuff because we have issues telling ourselves so, things. No. Right. I don't know. I'm I think that's Chris. part of it. But also, if I, this is. Don't clip this. This is not true. Let's say um, that I might have done some back in the day. Okay, you did some whole shit back in the day. So you did some whole shit back in the day. You did some whole shit. A long time ago, too. There's a lot of women who've done a lot of whole shit. And they don't tell us nothing. Continue. Continue. Nick, is that Freaknik? Exactly. Oh, shit. Your name is Freaknik, dog. Nick, you like, I'm going to a pot of getting in front of it. Yo, Nick. You see a chick in pink uh, shorts uh, and a white tank top, uh, that won't uh, mean. That was not me. Uh, I know they look uh, like me. No, you don't get, get in front of it, Nikki. Get in front of it. One of the one of the co- one of the players' moms that we coach, she was like, "Hold up, what they doing with that freak Nick documentary?" <laughs> <laughs> for a friend, I was like, "Yo, the moms what? we got, yo, I'm telling you, they're crazy." Yeah, Which is crazy because we're so focused on the moms in it and not the men who are doing that stuff to them. But it's it's too. Too. Oh, they're scared too. But it doesn't get booed. They're scared too. Hey, Nick, go ahead. They scared because they was in relationships at the time. They probably still in now. Hey, baby, 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 I told you, I was in D.C. at that time, I promise. Everybody's worried about seeing their mom. They're not worried about their dad being the one. She's actually assaulted. No, we're going to say. She jumped all the way like, what do you think happened on the Joe Pro tape? If you end up on a Joe Pro tape, you think, it, oh, I was sexually assaulted? No, the cameras was out. Right. Women start turning up when the cameras come out. Oh, All right, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm with you, Chris. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. We, Kadeem, we live. Kadeem, Kadeem. Kadeem. So Nick. All right. So Nick, what you're saying is. No, Nick, Nick, Nick. Say that word on my pod no more. Sa. Sa. No, yeah, it's like vape and all that. Yeah. Inappropriate. So, okay, no, I got you. What you're saying is, and I'm just asking a question. I said what I said. I'm just asking Ooh. a question. So when a chick wow. runs in a group of 30 men and bends over and starts Going popping her thing, in a circle, you should not touch her at all, right? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's her. Mm. That's her body. Is that fair? That is not the condition of freak Nick. It doesn't. Or, it doesn't no, take I'm away just, from a man wanting to, but that's not your. It's called freak Nick. Bike week. It's called freak Nick. It was that there too. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm not saying sexual anything. assault. Oh, wow. That word has a 
Okay, Nick. All right, Nick. Let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. So let's take the same scenario. Chick jumps in a group of thirty men. She starts bending over and making making that thing clap. And the dude grabs her in a certain area and starts rubbing her there, and she doesn't stop. Well, she then doesn't that's, stop twerking. That's, is that that's sexual assault? That that's still consent. Yeah. That's a consent. It's, that's it, not it, consent. Consent is I am okay. It's a consent. Oh, is, no, it, no, 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 no. Yo, 2023 is different than 1990. It's a different environment now, so. Clearly, I want to move on because I want to look at y'all differently in real life. So we're going to move on. First of all, we weren't there. Why are you doing this different? Nikki's like, your cousins were there. Your grandfather's there. Your lawyer was there. If she if she moves and be like, hey, don't touch me, that's that's but that when you like, exactly. oh, you want like, me, yes, you that's I like she it. has consent in the middle at that for point. a reason. That's consent at that point. But if she just twerking and a guy comes up on her and she says move and he wild. doesn't stop, then that that's not if Chris pushed up on her, she looked back so and that's Chris Patterson. So because, she continues that consent. <laughs> because of this episode, now we have to bring in a actual lawyer in here next week <laughs> I know. To, to describe yeah, we consent do. for because of wow. Nikki. Yeah, I know. But Nick, what was your original? What was your original point? No. Oh man, I'm watching. I, I don't think I'm gonna see my uncle up in the air. Should see. So mama out there, wilding, wilding for respect. Have you been to Bike Week? I no. Come on. I've been to Bike Week without a bike. It's no, Chris I had a bike. He probably ate better than me. I had to call my mom. I was like, "What is that? A song?" I saw you won't dare. Good. Wow. What, do you so, remember your original point, Nate? You remember your original? You say, come on, no, let know if we're potting. My original point. Um, <laughs> you know what, Nikki, I agree. It was all be, essay. How it can be difficult to have some conversations with your partner. Um, oh, yeah, you were talking about whole stuff, and then you mentioned freak. Uh, uh, I didn't I mention, mention that at all. Oh, I, I mentioned it. But then you talked about essay, so then we went on a tangent. My So you had something in your past that you're not proud of. Right, and I know that you might feel a certain way about it, mm-hmm. right? So you're, I'm in therapy about it. It's very easy to talk about it there. I don't care if my therapist knows it about me. It doesn't affect our relationship. Okay, does that does that act bubble up in the relationship? Does it have certain things that affect you now and shape you now? I think that's when I get to talking about making sure everyone has enough truth to make a decision. I think it might, but also I might need help getting to that point to where I can share it with you. So how do you how do you allude to your your whole phasing? Trust me. What are you talking about? What are you told? She never had a whole face in her life. She just she told us she, she, she said she has to get to the... She has to get to the point. Like, I'm confused now. No, no. I'm talking about in therapy. The point huh? we How do you soft roll out? Again, the point we were what? talking, what we were talking the about The essay thing took us off. Right. Why, <laughs> why you can tell your therapist the complete truth because mm-hmm. they're a stranger and why that's easier than telling your partner. Because of the desired relationship you and want with your talk- therapist. Right. What we were talking about was I'm not afraid to, di- I'm afraid to disappoint my partner, not my therapist. Okay. Mm. That is where we mm. were. So what are you talking about? Oh, y'all brought up freak. I'm like, hold on, you. Somebody all brought it up. I bought. I bought a freak. Somebody brought it. I'm so confused. But you know what? To to your point, sometimes that's good because your partner can't bear everything. You need someone else. They y'all. You know, we're human. We're not God. We're just there to support one another, not to solve everything. You know. So if you was on a tape. I'm with you. Stop it. And the tape, <laughs> but the tape will be <laughs> surfaced. Are you supposed to be truthful or are you going to hide in the Entertained, goddamn. But to the point of me um, not wanting to go to therapy, like, I think that part That's of the feeling useless and helpless 
therapy can also help you learn that, like V just said, everything isn't something. for y'all to wear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hard for y'all to hear and accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like, because a lot of things, like if you said, you tell your therapist because your partner shouldn't shouldn't have to wear that. Wear that weight. We, Some we gotta, stuff just might not. It's not fair to give everything to you. Everybody mm, can't be everything to you. We gotta redefine right? strength to young boys. Yes, we do. Strength isn't just carrying everything; it's knowing what to carry and what to mm-hmm. let go. Of. Mm. If it's heavy, put it down. It's a real leader. Knowing where mm. to put, knowing where to put it to. Maybe you're trying to get it somewhere. Ooh. So Nikki, so and don't put it in my lap. Like, so, uh, but, <laughs> so I have a, so I have a question though, because it goes back to the honesty thing. So if a woman has a promiscuous past, at what point does she share that with somebody she's in a relationship with? She doesn't. She's over just like the people. guy who experiment in college. He takes that to his. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait. No, so we, so we're, we're following. Not wrong with that. So I'm gonna go back to. <laughs> Y'all what K- want that but, though? No, wait, wait, no, wait. I'm just, I'm going back to what Kadeem said though. I still believe that 99% of people don't have the strength to really sit in the 100% complete truth because of what Nikki originally said, because people are always going to have truths to them that they are nervous about how somebody may perceive them. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think so the, so uh, this this idea that like they're, like everybody that we're going to get to so evolve where everybody's just standing in this unfiltered, complete truth, happening. bingo. We're not but perfect. It, it, no, we're not but, perfect. But, uh, but there's some things in a uh, relationship that you have to find out what's important for that person. But, but but that's what I'm saying is, is at, at a certain point, though, even if I'm if, if someone says I have something in my past that I think that is imp- that is in this relationship. That, is let's it say, uncurable? Because I don't care. It's not. It's not you, but, but this is the thing about truth. This is what's super cool. Who are you to decide what truth is that is important to that person or not? If you're truly standing like in, the, in, I'm talking about at the if what truth really is. When we're talking about the, the book definition, sharing your truth should be able to be unfiltered, unadulterated truth. It's just I'm gonna give it to you. It's not, it's not for me to decide. You're you're making the decision for me. It shouldn't matter to him. Why do you, how do you know? No, if it's important to that person. That, how do you know? Listen, listen. It's how important you know? to the person on the receiving it. That's what, the, how do you know? I, let me get there. <laughs> so it's important for you to understand what's important for your partner. So I'm with you. I'm if saying it, it, it's important. It depends on what they, what they. If something comes up later on, they need to know that. That's that's where they can, need to know that. So, but I'm just saying. But I'm saying if it's concerning them, if you feel like I don't have to do that, y'all are not. It goes back to compatibility. You're not compatible. You're not answering my question. If okay, communication. So if if, if, if communication is communication, and y'all, your man, you know, we know when our our partner is the the sexual history is important to our partner. So if you know sexual history is important What's to your, your partner, partner, then I don't feel like there's no you shouldn't have any shame and it didn't bring it up. But no, I don't see why. No, because, because and the one thing, the one thing that no, no, I'm, I'm just gonna say the one thing that we don't like about y'all sometimes is how powerful y'all say y'all are and how y'all y'all preach about the fun. I had fun. I wanted him and da da da. da. You weren't shameful in the moment. Don't be shameful now. That's what I just said. Be, be proud. Be proud and strong. Just, with did you. I not just so, say so that? So then share it be, voluntarily. Be don't, don't make an assessment. If, no, if, it's... I was so what? close this to being so on weird. It seems like it's but so forced. I was, I was, no, just give it. It's your truth. Bro, I, so I think what... No, mm-hmm. it's forced truth. No, no, no. I was confused before. Essay and forced truth. No, no, no. I'm saying... I think you're proving your point. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Is that... Hold on, because I'm not going to stay on y'all's side. The way that you're proving their point is that to get there, you'd have to elude that you might have been. And no, then, but to find out if that's important to him. That, y'all are missing everything that I'm saying. I'm saying, like, I'm not trying to disagree. I'm just adding to what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. How do because I, I feel like you should be... I'm, I feel like, uh, me personally, I think you should be with your best friend. So you should be comfortable enough with mm. yourself before getting in the relationship to uh, communicate these things. 
but there are some stuff that might that might not come to a forefront because you don't care that might yeah. not even break, be brought up. Yeah, so I, I'm not saying any of these things to avoid telling the truth or play mind games. I said that's why I said it shouldn't be forced. If you gotta be like, you better tell me now. Why did you hide it? Some stuff. Some people are like. I don't even think about it because I, I don't even care. Like, you know, so so women have enough bodies that some of them you don't even remember? You're not no, listening. We don't have any bodies. I, you're not I personally, no, I personally feel like if the man cares about it that much, he'll come to you for it. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, what, are you, yeah. what are you concerned no. about? What do you I thought honesty is we're just gonna share. No, 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 no. I don't, and I think, and I think the honesty, I think honesty in a relationship. I think honesty. I think honesty is the most important. That's transparency. And I'm, Everybody pro, don't want that. And proactive honesty. See, I'm actually defining it. Proactive means I don't have to ask. Yeah. You okay. Pro, proactive me. honesty should be stuff that's present in the present state. I'm, and I'm. A, this is my example. If we're in the room with the with the chick that I didn't that I didn't, See, that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have before, honesty, then then. No, that's no. no that's, 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 that's I'm giving you the book definition. That's situational. Definition. I'm gonna give you I think honesty based on the situation. I think it's no, proactive. Proactive means it's unstimulated. Proactive is depending on where the landing space is. Uh, if I'm thinking the landing space is, you'll eventually yeah. find this out. I'm gonna be proactive and tell you. No, no, no. That's situational. That means I, I, you're in a potential that's situation. That's when that tape was about to come out. Right. right. Both. And tr from a guy that's been in, in, in some in situations, I'm telling you, there's situational <laughs> honesty, and then there's true proactive honesty. Okay, there so when so since we're talking, since we talked on Freaknet. How was Freaknik? <laughs> <laughs> you talked just, about it. You was at Freaknik. I wish. <laughs> hey, I would have been at I'm sitting, and I wouldn't have been, and I wouldn't have been ashamed of it. Yes, I was at Freaknik. It was a different time. It was a different time. Chris has brought us back to Freaknik three times. That shit like was popping. I thought that when I was little. I thought that when I was little. But um. To talk about freak. She's like, you guys are all essayers. If, if my history, if my history in Freaknik or me attending Freaknik has oh brought its way twenty years or thirty years into our relationship, now yeah, yeah, I should be, I should be uh, honest about Freaknik. Or sometimes, shoot, if it might, if it popped up on the TV, you think it should be honest then? I think like if, I'm defining that that proactive honesty means that I'm going to bring things to you that you may not even necessarily know that you wanted to know or right. even need to or know, need to know yeah. because I'm going to be proactive so I'm standing my truth. And only the thing I was debating was, and this is just because I've been around somebody who's a serial, like a platform about truth, is that what Kadeem was talking about and then what Nikki said, I actually agree with Nikki, most people can't get there because we're always going to put things through a filter of how does this may change how somebody sees it? And then we yeah. assume, and so, then we, and we cast assumptions we do, on naturally. our partners too much. Finish the book, bro. Don't yeah. assume either. Right, but I'm, but I'm with Nikki. <laughs> I, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that we cannot say that people are sitting there in relationships giving these unfiltered truths and saying, "I don't care how this person sees me." That's a high high level of like truth telling. But you, and then but it, also what what keeps you in a good relationship is also caring about. I'm not gonna right. I'm, saying, I'm not gonna hold you or fold you. I don't want to be balance. with a man who does not care about how I perceive. There me. you go. Right. I don't, why would I? There yeah, you go. Yes. I'm I, with that. I, I want honesty, right? I want to, uh, the way I word it is I want to always have enough to make a conscious decision. Bro, Nick, mm -hmm. honesty is the most important with yourself. But, but, but Chris, I'm, we're period. not talking about me but, talking to myself. I'm, 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 I'm trying to help you. But Chris, 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 no, no. Because this is what I'm when saying. you can be honest with yourself, you can be better in Chris, a relationship. Chris, what I'm saying is, and, and this, is what I'm th this, is the, this is the difference. What Nikki said and then what you said. I'm saying that I've been around people 
who care more about the honesty than what the person thinks. Yeah. I just been around those folks. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is what Nikki's saying is I rather care about I want my the number one to do what someone thinks honesty. about me. Yeah. I'm saying I know someone who believes in honesty before anything. He they is, don't even care about the that person. Could, put me on that could, that could land you with the right person. You might be right. with the wrong person because you're not more upfront with right. your, your right. honesty. Right. And all I'm saying is I'm just saying that there's people out there who are that passionate about the truth. Yeah. I think saying. that I think uh, um, the way I'm perceiving it is weird because it sounds like it's forced. It's like when you're dating someone and you're being honest, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're getting to know them. If you're re really truly there, like I don't have anything to hide. When it comes up, it, I'm going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Versus, all right, first date. How many bodies? Right. What's your credit score right now? Like, if it's come off, like, like y'all, I know y'all don't want to be interrogated on your first date. Uh, but but, like, men, but men, men typically have it. been. Men so typically have been. Can I ask you a question, V? Hmm? If somebody's proactive honesty, do they have to interrogate you? You said what? If somebody's living in their ultimate truth and they're being proactively honest, would a man need to interrogate you? You don't. But That's there are people that date that wait, way. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so then you're not understanding what proactive honesty. Proactive honesty says I never I need do. to. I do. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. You're not because you He's just gave a. Something different. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. totally different. Right, right. And you're so responding so to something so that's totally so different. So you just talked about you just gave an example of somebody interrogating you. And what, what I've been saying this whole time is proactive honesty actually removes the idea of interrogation. Proactive honesty says I don't, you don't need to ask me how many bodies. You don't have to do that. Proactive honesty says I come to the table and I'm just start sharing things with you. That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? My, but my proactive honesty doesn't mean you need to share back. I'm saying I'm going to live in my truth. Yes. You gave an example of somebody just getting interrogated for what? How good no, is that person? No, I don't think talking? you understood what I was saying, but it's okay. Go off. Right. But you then you're then you're actually out of alignment to the conversation we're having. Did she we're, you, bro? We're, having, we're having a conversation shoot. about proactive honesty. Hold on. How, how good is a person doing all that talking? What do you mean? Like, what kind of finesse you got? Because don't sit down at the table with me and start talking about how many bodies you got either. That's what I... No, what, but is it, you, it, it, what I'm saying is some... Like, I'm saying if a person feels like, hey, I want to give you this information, I'm going to give you a gift of dishonesty, that's for you the to decide if you, you want me, it or not. Do you know, what, what, you want to do with do you know what question I have of people who, who value honesty <laughs> over the person? I ate a cupcake last week. Because I know someone like that. Um, why? That is the person, though. No, 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 no. I'm talking hey, God, about the other. I'm talking about the other person. Right. No, not yourself. Yes, yeah, it's all right. Because no, women don't know what the fuck they want. What? It's, it's literally we because, might even get to the point. No, because Chris is saying it. You no, want this guy to be his actual self, and now you're sitting there saying, "Well, why do you want to be honest?" If that's who he is, he's giving you who he is, and you're making you're able to make a decision. I don't, I don't want to guy that. I don't know what I'm. You should be happy. That's a gift of a reveal of transparency. Take the gift and fucking run. Okay. Mm. I'll do it tomorrow. All right. Yeah, yeah bounce. Okay. All right. All right. You guys. He's not wrong. I think okay. it's that leaning to the rejection thing we talk about. I think we're so scared of the rejection. And I think that's where the self-love comes into play. When you really love yourself, you don't care who's going to be standing there when the smoke clears. It Clear. don't matter. And all I was saying, Chris, I, and no, Chris, not, no, Chris, why is that stupid? Chris, I don't, well, Nick, you, do you want fake people Chris, around you or Chris, manufacture Chris, relationship? No, I, I get, no, 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 but I'm Chris. I'm about Chris, I bounced. Chris, you have, I, you have given me the I gift. didn't say that. I didn't say that. He said that. No, no, no talk to him. No, I didn't I, say I, that. I, I, he no, said, no, no, but Chris, I actually no, love what, okay. actually what you're saying because all I was saying initially was that 
What you just said is utopia. What I'm saying is most people live, what Nikki was saying, most people do care. Yeah. So all I was giving, I was giving a discernment to say, there's this one level of somebody saying, I'm gonna be unapologetically honest and I'm not gonna care who stays and goes. Then most of us live in this situational honesty where it's like, I do care about how somebody's perceived. Mm -hmm. I do wanna make sure I'm only giving them information that they care about. I don't need to tell them the bodies if it doesn't matter. Most people live there. All I was saying is 99% of people are gonna live where all of us are saying, well, who all lied say, to you this about is all the bodies, I'll say this. Bodies. Really, I'm gonna like, say this to, to try and to try and tie it up. Because I don't know how there's, to get to this next one. There's a this should be there should be there should be a hierarchy of care. You should care about your truth, and I don't even like saying that. You should care about the truth more than you care about who stands with you. You should care about that, but it should be it shouldn't be the top marker because you're gonna conform. Is there such a thing as trivial truth? That's a question. What do you, what do you mean? Is there such a thing? As trivial truth, it's a question. Oh, redundant. No, trivial. Like petty, the petty truth. Not of importance. Yeah. yeah. Small. Yeah. Is there such thing as trivial truth? Yes. But if you look. No. Nope. Yes or no? Yeah, I, no. I think so. I don't think so. There's no such thing as trivial truth. I think I, there's some things that don't hold as I, heavy in your identity than others. Okay. I, th I think that's true. That's what I was saying earlier. Sometimes what, some sex, things, what, what, some things mean to someone like. Like if you culturally, some people need to know about certain things that in another culture don't. So you gotta you gotta base it on who you. But V, let's just knock down all the all the cosmetics. We talking about sex and bodies. No, we're, we're not. not. We we are. We're not talking about. We're not talking about. We're not talking about therapy and then truth. Right. And then we got into. That, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I just No, but that's what I'm. I'm just saying what we're talking. Were we talking about the countries we all traveled or something? We weren't talking about that. Let's be real. We were talking about <laughs> sexual history. I wasn't talking about that. Well, yeah. that was the truth example that was, that was applied. That's the example. That's not the most important truth, I don't think, to anyone in here. I agree. Okay. I didn't say it was either. I'm just talking about what we were can, really can talking I, can about. Can I answer Nikki's question, though? I think that that's why we talked about the proactive truth being based on the truth is based on the desired outcome of the space that we're in. I think trivial truth is situational. It's trivial truth based on who, who, Subjective. Are, what, what are you, what's the outcome, what's your intent? And I feel like what well, the part that I don't like is, that I've, I've heard is somebody making the decision for me. What's trivial? Yeah, I was about to say. Well, yeah, I, exactly. I, 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 I don't think that's trivial. It might not be that to the next. Well, that bleeds into compatibility too. We can switch it. Come on, that was a little tense. I don't know how we go from there to there. I almost want to like wrap it up. Yeah, you can wrap it up. Wrap it up. Beat it. Y'all been cooking. Yep. What if I ask her how many times she wrapped it up? How many times did you wrap it up or not? I'm going to cuss William out. Cuss him out. Your goddaughter. Santa's not paying us any mind. She's not paying us any mind. Stay tuned for Patreon. We're Nikki Cutsy. We didn't get the church announcements up. Yes, Patreon coming. Merch, we're going to do a little quick little photo shoot. We're going to have pre-orders up. The way you're going to get the discount, though, if you want the discount on the merch, is you got to be a Patreon member. So, there we go. Um... We won't be we won't be killing them, but we're gonna we're gonna do a little cool stuff for man, Patreon. Tax them. Nah, nah, we ain't gonna tax them, man. Tax them. We're not gonna tax them. Man. God damn it, Chris. Free no, Nickin and higher taxes. Higher <laughs> <laughs> taxes. That is my vote that's for feminism. Hey, mad on mad on our friendship. That's just mad about our friendship. I need I need everybody to do what my baby says and like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the bell. Who that's the bell? Hit the bell. That? It means a lot to all of us here. Get ready for the Patreon link. I'll probably have that set up next week. I got everything aligned for these pre-orders on the website. Website's going to launch soon as well. Uh, and we out. I like podcast, baby. I like podcast.